All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. You're listening to Nasty Knuckles, the Hockey Outlaws podcast. With your host, Derek Nasty Sotomayor, and former Philadelphia Flyer enforcer, Riley Cote, as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. This week's guest is one of the baddest dudes in professional hockey with more than 4,000 penalty minutes. Vandermeer, time to face off. All right, welcome back to another episode of Nasty Knuckles. What is happening, Nast? What's up, Briggs? I got a question for you, brother. You know what's going on outside? The flowers are blooming. They're blooming. The grass is growing, and it's time to chop the weeds. You know all about that, Nast. Oh, chopping them daily. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim your holes safely and efficiently. I'm talking about ball trimmers. Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, have an exclusive offer for our audience. Use code KNUCKLES to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Join the other 2 million men who trust Manscaped. They are here to make sure you are trimmed and smelling nice. After all, it's time for some spring cleaning, Nast. That is clean when it's spring, baby. All day. Spring has sprung, and Manscaped has the best tools to get you ready. Nasty, are you ready for the springtime? Oh, my God. I'm ready for the springtime, and I'm sprung as well. 
Oh, beautiful and no cuts. So that's a, a beautiful thing. That's right. Manscaped are the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing products. They are here to help you with your above the waist holes too. Have you heard of their weed whacker? This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Tammy Parr. Tammy P. No more gross nose hairs flying in the wind. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, and this is crucial so your balls stop sticking to your leg. That's a problem. The legit worst. That's the the legit worst. It is the worst. You'll also find the Crop Reviver spray-on toner for your balls, which will keep you smelling fresh down there, just like spring flowers. And you love spring flowers. I do, Riggs. I do. Smell good, feel good this spring. Get 20% off and free shipping with code knuckles at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off and free shipping with code knuckles at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code knuckles at manscaped.com. It's spring cleaning, baby, and your balls will thank you. They will definitely thank you. Oh, you know it. You got to take care. Oh, you have to. The jewels. You, you got to do it. I mean, it's a, it's a daily thing. I, I really believe that. You and me both. That's important. So what's going on in your world? Oh, man. You know, I got to tell you, Riggs, had a pretty good weekend. Came off of two, not one, two I championship weekends. I uh, played with P- the boys from PMG. Uh, they, they threw me on their team. I guess they felt bad for me. Uh, we ended up winning that tournament in Delaware down in your neck of the woods. And then old Natty ice came through, uh, for our third win in a row against our buddies, the devils. And it was a, uh, it was a really good game. Two to one. They had spanked us the week before. Um, and, uh, it, it was just a good game and they're good guys. And, uh, it, you know, it was close. And I had one guy actually say to me, and I know who it was, Kaminsky, not senior Kaminsky, but junior, where there, there was a time where one of my buddies, J.R. Weed, he's going to a stick and he literally jumps like a soccer player, <laughs> like jumps. And the guy calls it. And I'm, I'm really good buddies with J.R. And I'm just giving it to him. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, like, blah, blah, blah. And, and the period ends. And so I'm kind of chirping with J.R. We're going back and forth and we know each other really well. So we're laughing about it. And uh, one, of the, I just hear one of their guys go, well, one guy like, shut up. Like, and I'm, I'm kidding, but you know, I was acting serious. Pretty serious. Yeah. 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 But no, I was bust. Cause I, cause me and Jr. are buddies and, sure. and uh, he's one of the coaches of Elvis's team. And, and, um, and anyway, Kaminsky is a lift some weight, subtle Meyer. And I'm like, Fuck. and my whole team's laughing. I start laughing because it makes it, I'm like, Okay, shit. Yeah. You got me there away a buck 55. My bad. Tell me 50 I, years old and you're, yeah. yeah. 50 40 yeah no they know i'm 50 it's 40 and over but uh, it was a good weekend anyway man it was it was awesome i appreciate you asking how about you man i I, uh i saw a little bit of your weekend a little little couple birthday parties with a little little roller roller skating birthday party i loved it flashbacks of my uh my early teens yeah i loved i loved the the brown ride going 
Oh the Brent, yeah, the, the brown, brown Reynolds <laughs> with the orange wheels. Oh boy, those are cute. They My favorite changed. was was the per was the the man the Merce. Oh, you gotta have it, man. You gotta. I actually bought one. Close. I can't even make fun of you because I have one now. Man, it's the best thing I've ever bought. I swear yours, to God. Does yours charge your phone? No, it doesn't. I've got a charger, no, I've got a charger in it. Really? Yeah, I, I swear to God. Mine. But yeah, it's, it's, awesome. it's been one of the best investments, honestly, as far as keeping my shit in order yeah. and organized. And uh, I, you know, I'll never go back without it. So everything is in one place attached to me, close it's to my attached. chest. It's attached. <laughs> it's attached. I hope that video doesn't get out. Gosh, man. You better not release that bad boy. You're up to try not to. Sure. All right, listen, I, I'm not in charge of video stuff, so. All right. Well, before anyway. we hop into the episode here, let's let's talk about the Tom Wilson hit, which we we talk we, we talk about with uh, with Pete Vandermeer, um, and and the ghost hit, you know, or the ghost cross check slash boarding that he's being reviewed for, and um, you know, first on the the Tom Wilson, I mean, we talk about it. I mean, the exact reason why you carry toughness in your lineup is so that shit doesn't happen. He took advantage. No. And uh, unfortunately, it was dirty, right? I mean, it was dirty. Yeah. And uh, I, th- I think so. And and uh, and he is skating around like he's King Kong. And he landed up hurting star player, uh, which wouldn't have happened had they had anybody on the ice in the, in the lineup yeah. to address that. And the very reason why toughness is always actually part of the game. I Yeah. And, I, you know, we talked about this. Uh, a little bit with with Pete Vandermeer, it, I don't like chiming in too much on things like that because I didn't play the game like you guys did. But from you know being on a bench for 26 years, and I would take Tom Wilson on my team all day, any day, any day of the week. The guy can play, he can skate, he's tough, one of the toughest guys in the league by far. I just felt like I wasn't even as the thing with Buchnevich on the ground, eh, a couple of little cheap shots, but nothing crazy. Yeah, just a little. Um, yeah. But to pick, you know, Panarin came in there, in my opinion, watching it 20 times. He comes in. I think he's just trying to separate. You know, everybody yeah, else. He's not trying in. to fight. He's really? definitely not trying to fight. And you can say what you want. I love the physical part of the game. You know that. I, I think we've talked about it a million times, but I just feel like him literally picking the guy up and slamming him to the ice. Christopher Stieg said yesterday he's two inches away from landing head first. And that was a powerful slam. Yeah. His head hits the ice boys. It, it's a, you can be in trouble here. Like, oh, yeah. you know, something really bad could have, have happened. It didn't thank goodness, but I just thought that he went a little too far there. I, I feel like he could embarrass Panera. He could have grabbed all over. All he could have ragged yeah. off. He could have put, put down a guy without hurting Exactly. That, right. That's all I was saying. You know, I think people, I had a few people chirping at me saying, oh, you're, you know, you, you're soft. And I'm like, well, I didn't play. I am soft. But watching you guys and knowing the, the, the code, too, a little bit. Um, it's respect, you know, it's, exactly. you know, it's respect. It's, it's it, and that's when that's exactly what having another tough guy breeds is that kind of stuff doesn't, doesn't happen. Right. Right. I mean, I mean uh, that, that's it. You're right. Shouldn't, and, but I mean, it's a respect, it's a respect thing and it's nothing more than that. You could have, you could have proved your point. Like you said, with, you know, ragdoll and throw them down without, you know, without having a pile drive them into the ice and whatnot, yeah. but um, it is what it is. You know, he's taking a lot of heat. You know, the Rangers put out that statement. I think they missed the mark as, uh, as far as the, the you know the suspension uh, or the lack yeah. of and, and the fine as a repeat offender. You know, it's just like one of those things. Like if you're gonna 
if you're going to set the stage and, and address headshots and, you know, and this whole, this whole, uh, the, the, let's say discipline issue, I mean, you gotta, you gotta do it right. And, and then the ghost thing happens. I mean, yeah, ghost, it was, it was a, it was a cheap cross check, um, you know, after the fact, after a goal, um, I say cross check is more, basically pushed him Push, in a vulnerable, yeah. a vulnerable situation. I didn't think it was much, but they were going pretty fast. You know, there was a foot race there. And there's obviously a lot of emotion. He's pissed off and whatnot, but uh, you know, unnecessary. Um, you know, we could really hurt somebody in that situation, but it'll be interesting to see what he gets. I don't think they have announced that yet, but uh, no, I don't think um, so. <clears throat> no, to- two totally different plays, but um, uh, you know, we're and, trying to and- keep our guys safe. You know, there, there yeah. has to be some consistency with uh, you know the verdict. So we'll we'll see how that ghost goes, but you know, we'll. Not that uh, the Rangers system has any toughness in their, you know, in, in on their team or in their organization, but I mean, um, what, what what do you do? I mean, how, how do you how do you respond you, to that? Do you, Besides, think, do you think? Yeah, do you think Tom lost any sleep last night? Not at all. He's loving game? it. He's loving yeah, he's it. Fucking, he's welcoming it. I mean, yeah. what what like yeah, you said? Even what, the league is looking at him to sign him whenever his contract's up and saying we want this guy and we're gonna he's gonna probably triple his pay from uh, yeah this past contract so obviously we'd love him on his team on any team um you know he's a, he's the, the the modern day heavyweight champion i mean i mean that you know, scores ryan reeves goals. Could, yeah that i could score yeah goals. exactly mm-hmm. ryan reeves and maybe chara could probably um you know deal with him lucic maybe a couple others but Even mcdermott and um, yeah, yeah exactly there's a few there's a few guys there's a few but guys, at, yeah. at the end of the day he runs around like he's king kong no one's gonna do anything he crossed the line but no one did anything. He got a $5,000 fine, which is, is laughable, you know, for his, but he's laughing all day and uh, it is what it is. But, you know, I think that just, you know, for any, for all the anti fighters and anti uh, you know, the, all, all that crew there. I mean, that this is exactly why a, a team would carry some toughness is to neutralize that at the very least and have someone to respond. But right. Um, no, here you got, got injured and the guy with the $5,000 fine. So he's, he's laughing. Yeah, he is. I don't think he's too worried about tonight's game. <laughs> no, not at all. Not, not at all. I did see George LaRock uh, put a tweet out there saying to the to the caps, you know, at caps hashtag or whatever. And uh, yeah, uh, sign me to a one one game contract. Did he say that? Yeah, oh, yeah. How are you feeling? You feel like you could maybe get in there and mix it up a little bit? I could definitely get I could I could definitely get in there. I'm not really uh, in fighting shape. I'm 185 <laughs> pounds. I'd probably get my ass whooped. <laughs> would be a, you, you gotta get, some, you gotta get some big. You gotta get some big ass guy in there to just. You might be real fast though. You might be faster. Be faster. It'd be more efficient, but yeah. Um, yeah. Have to oh, do training before that. I I wouldn't want to be the guy going to talk to him. I know that, no. or anybody for that matter. <laughs> but <laughs> so, um, and what about your boy there, Moose? Yeah, man. Uh, big congratulations to Brian Elliott, man. Five hundred uh, game played, and you know it's it sucks that it. It went the way it did. I was hoping, obviously, well, you want Flyers to win every game, but um, really was hoping they could find a way to win last night for him. Um, but w- what a guy, man. Like We hit it off today, got here, and uh, been close with him ever since. I just, you know, he it's a big accomplishment, man. And and uh, he's been a really good player for the Flyers, man. He, he, he I don't think there's anyone can argue that. He stepped in. Every time he's been asked in, um, you know, last two to three years, he's had, he's had good years. He had another good year this year, you know, they yeah. had a tough night last night, but uh, I just want to congratulate him from nasty yeah. knuckles, me and Riley. Yeah. Congratulating the moose 500. That's a lot of games for, for sure a tender, is, man. 
Tell it sure what. is, man. And he's uh, he's a true professional, and he's a and the thing about him is uh, obviously we don't know what the Flyers going to do. I don't get paid to do that, but I I would try to bring him back for another year with Carter because they get it's it's nice when you have goalies that actually are buddies and get along. He's a mentor for for Carter. 100%. Obviously, he's, he's a bit older, but. He, you know, he, he was always telling Carter the right things to do and, and, and not that Carter does any wrong things, but you know, it's just nice to have a guy that it's not like, oh, I'm, yeah, better, not this, I'm better than this kid. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he helps sure. Carter and, and Carter supports him and it's, it's, a, it's a good mix there, but the, yeah. anyway, congratulations, Moose. We love you, man. Yeah. Riles on a, on a sad note though, a couple of things just real quick, just send our condolences out to TJ Oshie and his family. Yeah. Uh, his dad battled for a while there. Uh, Coach Oshi, as, as TJ calls him, and um, you know, you you could see when they won the cup there how special it was. Yeah, no uh, he had said, you know, he doesn't remember everything these days, but he knows what's going on here. And I was, you know, I watched that yesterday. You know, you get tears in your eyes just watching it. And uh, so condolences to him, and also to uh, my good friends, uh, the Stevens family. They uh, lost William T. Stevens, who was uh, he founded Howie Steele. Not Howie Steele, but but the um, their business, L.J. Stevens' uh, son, Incorporated. Just wanted to send our condolences to them as well. Um, he he lived a ninety three years, man. It's a good run. Yeah, so, no doubt. He, he's yeah. a great man, and uh, he started that business, and that's where we get the Howie Steele. So yeah, um, God bless all of them. Yeah, prayers go to their families. All right, knuckleheads. This week's episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. The hits literally keep on coming from one boxing event to the next. They grow in excitement and anticipation. And this weekend is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the ring Saturday night. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all new users a shot at turning $1 into $55. That's 55, Nick Schultz number, baby. Oh, yeah, 55. 55, I'm alive. To celebrate this weekend's huge event, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering new users the opportunity to get 55 to 1 odds on either main event fighter to win this weekend's fight. That's bet $1, and if the fighter of your choice wins, you cash 55 buckaroos, baby. Plus, with basketball and hockey playoffs right around the corner, DraftKings Sportsbook has even more ways for you to make it rain. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, meaning you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KNUCKLES when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can bet $1 to win $55 on this weekend's main event. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out for new users by offering them the chance to win $55 when placing a bet of $1 on this weekend's big fight. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, restrictions apply. In partnership with Meadows Racetrack and Casino, see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Go get some. Boom. Welcome back to another episode of Nasty Knuckles. I'm Riley Cote. I'm Derek Settlemeyer, and this week we are pleased to have our good friend, one of the toughest men, and I will quote Craig Berube, the toughest guy I ever played with, Pistol Pete Vandermeer. What's up, brother? Wow, fuck, that is amazing. That kind of words from Chief? It sure awesome. did. 
Great to see you guys. Jeez, it's been way, way too long. This is this is awesome. Thank you very much for having me. Oh man, it's our pleasure, buddy. Yeah, Trust man. me. We've had you, we've had you written down. We just, we just had to track you down. You're a busy man. Yeah, we're on the go here. We got four kids on the go here, another one down in Philly. And yeah, we're just uh, got a little firewood company that we started up here a few years ago, and we're just we're flat out, like absolutely crazy busy and running with kids with hockey, with ball, with, with everything. So yeah, we got from 14 years old down to nine years old here at the house. And we're just oh man, go. you're in the thick of it. Oh yeah. I heard you're, uh, you're dusting it up in some senior leagues there too. Is that, is that any truth to that? Oh yeah. I've been playing <laughs> last, this last winter kind of got shut down with the, whatever the hell this COVID is going on. But before that, yeah, I played like 10, 11 years of senior hockey and just, wow. Pretty good. Uh, you know, played with Brian Sutter for like ten years. And, oh, uh, wow. You know, an Allen Cop and won a couple of provincial championships and shit like that. And got a chance to play with uh, a couple of my brothers again doing that. And Brian Sutter, he's just yeah, it's something else. Yeah, he's a, he's still a machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. I know. Uh, I Ryan Bass. I saw him. Uh, haven't seen him in probably a year, but he was playing. I don't know if that's the same league. He's out in Edmonton, but he was playing like senior hockey, but real hockey, not like what I play in. I don't think yeah. we can hang. I don't think we can hang with you guys. That's adult. But, that's uh, beer league, nast. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know this is the legit because Beast told me about it. Ryan Ryan Bass told me a lot about it, but I knew you were playing. Yeah, he was playing up in Stony Plain there, uh, you know, Alberta senior, like it's triple A hockey, like it's hip hockey fights, all that stuff. And it's all ex-pros, eh? Like it's all, it's, you know, guys are all over the league, a few bucks doing it too. It's not just, you know, show up on the weekend and you know, have some beers. We still have a bunch of beers, but it's, you know, take her pretty serious. Everybody trying to get to the Allen Cup, you know, in Canada, it's a national senior championship sort of deal. And yeah, it's, it's good hockey and it's been a lot of fun, but. Not too many. Scraps. I think the most scraps I get in were under the stands there with guys because <laughs> angle too bad out on the ice, which is fine. I've been playing D for the last ten years. What? Wow. Oh yeah. Did you see how much room I get out there? Just oh, well, <laughs> go back for pucks, making a nice breakout pass. Yeah, we're go back, backward, turn around, cross check guys in the teeth. You can go get. <laughs> it's all good. The, the old duck bill. Give them the duck bill. Yeah. So oh, one yeah. of my one of my favorite things, Riles. You know. I knew who Pistol was when he came to Philadelphia <clears throat> with us with the Phantoms. And I will Christ, you lit it up the year before in Providence, 20, 20 tucks, 19 tucks. But uh, I got to say this, and I mean it in the best way. Pistol, while well, he's the meanest player I think I've ever had been able to work with. And I mean that in a good way. Like, I mean, mean. Like no friends, which is the way it should be, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I used to love when Pistol would come into it, there'd be a little dust up. Somehow Pistol's stick always ended up r- upside down with the blade out. Oh, and he'd yeah. start, try, start reaching <laughs> yeah. in there. And I said, holy shit, the one time I said, Pistol, you were swinging at it. Your stick was turned around. He goes, yeah, it's called the duck bill. Wake the <laughs> yeah, fuck up. Yeah. And I'm like, my bad. You don't know? <laughs> the fucking duck bill. I never heard that. But he's, he's just swinging. And, and it looks accidental. You know, to the luck, because he just, yeah, they're scrambling around. <laughs> it's strategy. Like, That's old school. This guy's fucking crazy. I love him. I love him. Oh, well, it's just man. short little jabs. They eh? only got to yep. give that yep. like two or three inches of a windup <laughs> to poke somebody pretty good. In the eye <laughs> yeah. Get the attention of the guys that need it and sort of chaff from there too, right? Whoever uh, fucking turns around after that and wants one. Well, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could probably look after themselves. So that's just looking for guys. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Great strategy. It was great, man. I used to love that. You get too lippy, you can just slide it right in their mouth. Eh? <laughs> perfectly in a mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Never thought about that. Oh my god! I don't think you can do that anymore. But no, man. Of, no, a no. little different. A little different. I got taught by some pretty old wily boys my first, you know, couple years in the American in, in Rochester. Some old beauties, old Dan Frawley. Like, oh, played- I remember him before like and before mario came there and like scotty metcalf these guys were you know 35 40 years old and playing in the american league when i was like 20 right I'm like no kid you're doing it wrong you gotta do it. <laughs> holy shit you guys are nuts <laughs> <laughs> so you when, you when you left juniors you you, you weren't uh, as aggressive i mean you had some pretty pretty significant penalty minutes there in red deer i mean you obviously played the role um but you weren't as you weren't as feisty is that where, is that kind of where you're going with that Oh, no. No, no, we're all feisty. Like oh, that. yeah, I was going to say, you guys, I mean, you've no, been, scra- you you been scrapping the, before junior hockey, I'm sure, with your brothers and everything else, too, Red Deer. Yeah, you grow up in the bush. You got to learn how to look after yourself. And, you know, I have five little brothers, and yeah, that's just what you sort of deal with. But like in junior, you know how it was, Riley, in the Western League, fucking back when you played, like, you know, I'm another generation older than that, eh? And, like, yeah, it was – it was nuts. Up by three goals or down by three goals. Yeah. Meat, right? Like everything just, well, maybe we shouldn't score that empty netter because it's going to get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like oh, bench bra- line brawls, bench brawls, that shit happened all the time, right? And, you know, I still don't think, like, the Western League doesn't count 10s, eh? So you got 200 minutes in the Western League. Like, that's three, 350. And yeah, right. That's hard, uh, hard right? fought minutes. Yeah. So you get 200 minutes and, you're, you know, even if you're not super top, everybody, everybody fought, right? Didn't matter if you're a big goal scorer or you're, you're meat and potatoes on the fourth line, right? You, everybody goes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a different animal. Absolutely. My, my first year was the last year they did the one, uh, the one team warmups. <laughs> we were talking about that. I can't believe that. It's hard to, yeah, it's hard to actually believe. You know where, you know where that started? That was Charlie Manson and Baumgartner when they played in PA. That's where that started. And like you played there, right? Yeah. Down, take the other team's net, fucking bring it down to their end, warm up the spare tender, take all take all the other team's pucks and like, what the fuck are you gonna do about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Dave Manson fucking bite your head off, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. The whole time I played in the Western League, it was separate warm-ups, right? Like you'd you go out on the road, you're out there 45 minutes to an hour before the game, right? Terrible. And then if anybody, you know, on the other team, they come and, you know, watch warm-ups down the hallway. Like, we used to line up pucks, and i just take stop shots down the hallway, right? If the other guys would come out playing with who or the coaches, just out, like, 20 pucks right down their, down their tunnel as hard as you can. You hit guys all the time. <laughs> Remember, I hit Dale Purington. I hit oh. Dale Purington in Lethbridge one night, like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. And he, when him and Mizey were playing there, Brad Meyer. Oh my god! Oh he no! Got everybody. <laughs> but that's you what you fire get, him anyways. You may as well fire a puck at him. Just at the top. Yeah, yeah, and soften him up a bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was oh, crazy. Man. And actually, one night we played an exhibition game. It was it was against PA, but we were playing in Kindersley, like in Saskatchewan. There, because mm-hmm. exhibition games were all kind of neutral site games all the time. And their bus broke down, our bus broke down, whatever, but somebody was late. So we had to warm up together. 
It was the biggest shit show I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. Extra players, right? Because it's exhibition. So there's 25 guys on the ice on each team. There's 25 fights going on at once. Guys are getting stepped on, bit. Chopped. Oh, my fucking Absolute fucking bloodbath. One guy got his, Lenny McCausland got his, or Mark Tolnish got his uh, wrist stepped on, had taken to the hospital there. Guys, oh, my God. Everything was missing. It was nuts. So they figured, yeah. To keep them separate for a little while. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's insane, crazy, man. That's insane. You, you think of like today's day and age is like you know one little thing happens and then it's like cancel culture. They just change everything like so quickly. I mean, it's hard to believe like you know that there was such a uh, you know like long span of this type of you know behavior that went on and and you know the the leagues just the kind of allowed it. You know they slowly made changes, obviously, but it seemed like they weren't very fast acting on some of that stuff because it's pretty you know you look back it's like pretty barbaric some of that stuff right i mean it's like it would not fly and, yeah it would not fly well, we're all kids right we're all yeah kids, like 16 that's true to too yeah all kids right and you just it was just go and nobody got suspended for anything like you had to pretty much murder a fan to get like <laughs> length of time it was nothing you do whatever you wanted like but you had to answer for it right that was the whole thing yeah stupid somebody's coming to make sure you don't do it again or you look look after them clean them up and then you do whatever the hell you want crazy yeah i couldn't imagine like for one i'm oh four and one in my life in in fights and they weren't really fights like you guys have been in there you know as kids but i would be petrified if i'm fighting someone and like you said pistol you mop someone up and you see a guy in trouble, you're probably going in there oh, yeah. and letting another guy have it. I mean, like, that's just what you did. Right. I guess. I'm... Yeah. Do what you, whatever you want until somebody stops you from doing it. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're, you're scared of that guy coming and. Yeah. So, okay. I'll stop doing it. Perfect example. Like this stuff, eh? Tommy Wilson, he didn't get suspended. He's grabbing all the Rangers and smashing them around like they're little kids. Oh, it's insane. Eh? And who's going to stop him? He's going to keep doing it too. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I know. Exactly. You're going to find me, find me five grand. Like I know when I played pro, like, find me. Great. That's a tax trade off. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. Don't suspend me. Yeah. Right? No, it's so true. Like, like Rangers, like bitch and moan and whine about it. Well, yeah, that's not very nice, but we'll do something about it. Yeah. Well, exactly. let, let me ask you this pistol. And I sound, and I like, Again, I'm a pigeon equipment guy. I never played the game, but I was around it a long time. And I obviously love – you guys are my favorite guys. The, the guys that – you guys were the glue to teams to me, like, you know, the tough guys and the guys that stood up for your teammates every night. <clears throat> you both did that. Um, but to me, I thought that was a little gutless. That's just my opinion. Only oh, yeah. reason I, yes. only reason totally. I say that is because it's Panarin. Like – he weighs 165 pounds soaking wet. He, and, and literally, he's two inches from maybe something really bad happening when he went to slam him. He slammed him so hard. I know what you're saying, though. Like, who's going to do it? It's what he did. He stood up in the box and looked at their bench, you know. Yeah. And and he's a guy I would take on my team, too. Like, And, and so would the, all the Rangers. The every, every, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. But I think Joffrey Lupo even uh, Loops uh, had a quote today, and he just said maybe the Rangers should look at their lineup and – put someone in there if something like that happens and you know but the nhl i don't know i can't speak for the nhl but sometimes they they don't want it to get I mean, it's never going to go back to like what we were just talking yeah. about like the and, and it shouldn't no, it yeah, should. it should, no. but 
I think this year, Riley and I have talked about this a lot, and I know you watch hockey and you you understand it all. It's nice when you have the, these guys that are there for their teammates, and there's been fights. They're not staged, but they meet. You can tell the guy it means something. They're pissed off, and they're fighting for the real reasons. I I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but it's not a staged thing. Um, they, there's been a lot more fighting in the league. Yeah. Well, the guys are all playing each other over and over again. Exactly. That, that's true, too, yep. yeah animosity and you know guys are you know playoff races and seating and all that sort of stuff right but if you if you don't like that stuff and i agree with you like he is gutless absolutely but hey who gives a shit they're gonna play them like if they play them in playoffs right maybe i hurt two of your best fucking players yeah yeah suspend me all day long we win we go another round our team makes more money we do better everybody gets bigger contracts yeah yeah you know yeah. what I mean? If, yeah. Do, yeah. Some, do yeah. something on the ice to make that stuff. I always thought as, you know, doing that job and looking after guys on my teams, if I was doing my job right, there was no dirty shit out there. Yeah, me and the other tough guy would need fight or whatever. But if there's any dirty shit going on, it's because me and the guys that do my job, we weren't doing our job right. Because guys weren't scared of us or the, the repercussions weren't weren't heavy enough or they weren't spooked enough to, to do that shit, right? Right. I always thought if I did my job right, we, we wouldn't even have to fight. Do you know what I mean? Does that yeah. make, no, 100%. Riley, does 100%. that make sense? 100%, yeah. We, I mean, we, we talk about this fairly often, and um, most people don't realize that. They, they have a hard time understanding the dynamic of accountability and that, that energy that's kind of just looming around when there's legitimate toughness in the lineup. Uh, you know, because it, it looks barbaric. Two guys fight, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, well, it's easy to say, well, you know, we're going to remove headshots or we're going to you know, reduce concussions and, you know, you know, state the obvious facts. But they don't what they don't realize is the, the, the power and the influence of a guy like you and and then the presence of an enforcer actually has on the behavior of the players. You know, so you actually reduce uh, concussions and headshots and cheap shots by having that presence. But, you know, that that argument seems to be just like just dismissed because. You know, fighting just seems so obviously bad for for brain health, right? But uh, like, I hundred percent agree with you. It's it, it's I, I can't tell me how many times that I would mentally prepare. I'm you know playing Washington or wherever in Donald Brashear, and, and this guy's not in the lineup. I'm like, holy shit! I now I can run around like Donkey Kong even more than I was gonna ready because I was gonna prepare to fight him, and I can do whatever I want. You know what I mean? It's just like this energy and. And, and that's what Tom Wilson's doing. He, he's, he's, he's walking over the league. Who, who's going to do anything to him? Ryan Reeves, Chara, maybe, right? I mean, is there only two guys uh, after that? He's just, he, he is the king and there's no one even close. So, I mean, why not come in with the, um, you know, the, the, the ultimate weapon there and, and, and flex your muscle and what, what do you, what, what, what is anybody going to do at this point? But I, I agree with you, man. It's a, it's um it, it's one of those things. If, if you keep the peace, there's no cheap shots. I mean, yeah, really, I mean, there's, 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 yeah. there's respect and there's peace. Yeah. And sometimes like doing that, like I was saying before, like, it's not even a fight. Like it's a word, it's a talk. You can go like, I don't know how many times go talk to a, like the other team's coach, just let them know on a draw. Like you send that, you calm this down or I'm fucking killing you up. You're, you're skilled guy. You just, yeah. like, you just tell them that stuff. Oh, fuck. Okay. You guys calm down for doing this. Or they send out their meat and you sort her out. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, no, but you're right though. Pistol. It's like, sometimes that's all it needs. Like I remember last year when I was, I was still with the team and in preseason we had Chris Stewart and we were playing the Rangers and he had a great line. And I cannot believe, I usually remember things like that, but 
Lemieux, the kid that was in the, with the Rangers who just got traded out to L.A., Claude's son, he did something, and, and Sean Couture ended up fighting him in preseason. And they came out of the box, and you know how the lines would skate between you after the play was dead. And, and Stewie stood up on the bench and basically said, if you do one more thing, you're done, and I don't care if I get suspended for the year. And the kid's looking at him, he goes, why? You know, yeah. you didn't, Shock, you, you no didn't, idea. Like, what didn't you hear a peep. Yeah. There was not a peep from that kid the rest of the game. And, you know, that's like you said, sometimes it's not even fighting. It's just like, hey, I'm crazy enough to do something to you and you're going to get hurt. <laughs> and, you know, and it, it scares guys. And it scares <laughs> the shit out of me, too. <laughs> that's scary. life, right? That's, yeah, that's right. It, right. So, that's many right. Of these, so many of these kids don't, you know, forever. Like even my kids, right? They had no idea being threatened with physical violence like gee what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) for doing that why like the same thing like why because you don't do that stuff or you you ask for it you might actually get slapped in the face (laughs) yeah it's a foreign concept for for so so many kids in north america it's like what do you mean yeah i'll show you a few videos yeah, yeah right, right right riley riley has two beautiful little girls pistol and uh they probably i don't know if they know daddy fought daddy was a fighter but they probably don't think so mainly because he's such a good dude just like yourself but also when he goes roller skating with his fanny pack around his shoulder <laughs> like i saw which i just stay tuned for it that was video a, it was a six-year-old birthday party <laughs> i was trying to fit in right <laughs> oh you're good man but seriously though you're right man like they just People, you know, they don't know, they don't get it. So it's, uh, it's interesting, man. I, I just, I just felt like, uh, I don't have much room to say anything about stuff like that. Cause I never played the game like you guys did, but I just thought I love Tom Wilson. I'd have him on my team. If I had a team, but I just thought that was a little, I was a little much just me. If he'd have pushed him around, smacked him around anything, but to pick him up and slam him in his head an inch to two inches from literally hitting the ice first, that's you looking at some serious injury there but anyway oh yeah I know. five, five thousand bucks yeah it wipes his ass with fucking uh, yeah it's nothing it's fucking... but yeah anyways whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly what do you got next what's happening well i got something here and i found this funny so uh pistol pistol had pro hockey four thousand one hundred and ninety seven minutes in the box that's insane bro that's that's unbelievable that's not junior either that's just all your pro league and i gotta ask you a question because this is something else i didn't know about you which surprises me you played roller hockey pro pro but i told i told told riley i said pistol played 12 games with this one team and he had over 100 pems (laughs) hockey the fuck are you doing man you know what makes it do you know what makes it even better? You didn't get majors, eh? Like penalties are only a minute and a half, and majors are four minutes. So figure that into wow. your equation. I've never, I've never been on rollerblades. Never been on rollerblades in my life. And I, two of my brothers, Dan and Joe, were playing out in Summerside for the Royal Bank Cup, like the national tier two uh, national championship here in Canada, uh, out in Summerside. And one of the guys that was there was GM for the Anaheim Bullfrogs down in Anaheim. And okay. we were out there for two weeks, eh, watching, drinking beer, eating lobster, just fucking hanging out with PEI. And he says, why don't you come play roller hockey for me in Anaheim? I'm like, 
fuck off. I've never been on, I grew up on a gravel road. I don't never, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, come on down. It'll be all good. I, I go home at, after this stuff. And like, we grew up on a sawmill and farm out in central Alberta here. And I'm packing like huge boards for my old man. It's getting hot out. Like this sucks. Like, fuck this. Hey, I called the guy up. Hey, you still want me to come down and play roller hockey? I get up. Fuck, book me a flight. I'm out of here. Let's go. So I went down there and played roller hockey. Oh, my God. The only reason I made the team, too, is like five guys passed out on the beach in, on Newport Beach and burnt their feet so bad. They had some beers and they burnt their feet so bad they couldn't get their feet in their skates. So me and these four other guys made the team that shouldn't have made the team. Eh? No way. It was such a gong show. It took me like the first four days just running into the net at full speed or in the end board. <laughs> couldn't stop. Couldn't turn quick enough. It was a shit show. But oh, that's yeah, it was fun down there. And then all the guys healed up from their feet. And so they traded me to Buffalo. And like three of my that I played, um, that was after my first year pro in Columbus, Ohio, that were playing in Buffalo. I said, come come out here. I'm like, well, I'm not. I went home for two weeks. So I'm not going to fucking Buffalo. I'm not a roller hockey player. Same thing. I packed boards for two weeks at the old man saw them. I'm like, <laughs> pretty fucking good. Get out of here, yeah. So I jumped on a plane and went out there and we, we played in Buffalo the rest of the summer. It was a blast. Cause we like, we played in all the big ranks, eh? like sell out crowds all the time. Oh, wow. People thought we were rock stars. They were, yeah. there was all East coast league guys, West coast, central league guys, you know, like it was just, and some of those guys made tons and tons of money doing it. Like all the sponsorship deals with the wheels, the bearings, chassis, like that sort of stuff. Was yeah. And, you know, we got, we got paid by the league, got paid by the team, you know, got a house and a car for the summer. And wow. Like, eh? Living, yeah. living like rock stars on TV. We're just a bunch of scrubs, but it, it was fun. But I, awesome. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but fighting uh, was, just, was the same on that stuff as it was on ice. So that's, that's all I did. I just, <laughs> so, so I mean, so you didn't like get suspended for a game if you fought. Like you could oh, just fight. You could just four fall minutes for fighting. Yeah, four I, minutes I, for fighting. I, I, I never, <laughs> I never knew that you played roller. I didn't. I never knew that you played pro roller. It was because because I saw that <clears throat> I was also shocked. Twenty teams. That's counting the two roller hockey teams, though. But oh, yeah. uh, that's a that's that's a. After I looked, I was looking through your stats. I was like, oh, I, yeah. Now I kind of do remember that, but it just doesn't seem like that many. But Everybody wanted you, bro. Everybody wanted me. That's that's. Uh, I know we just, loved you. I mean, just a mercenary. Well, yeah. like the longest I was ever in any place was Philly. Right, I was there for three years. That's three like, years, yeah. Anywhere other than junior, right? Like it was just I just signed one year deals all the time. That was the thing. Like I never drafted nothing like that. It was just right. Like, you know, started Fifth, in the coast, finished in the coast, man. Like. 15 season 15 seasons pro though pistol it's it's very uh impressive man you weren't like you said you weren't drafted and and you, you were a you were just a you're a team your teammates loved you obviously how could they not but uh, you were a fan favorite too um yeah, i bought a lot of beers that's why <laughs> at mcdaniel's stole danny moore oh yeah one beer in that place ever Jesus. <laughs> i know they make any money Somehow, somehow we did not have a big bill at the end of the night. And uh, I think Danny had something to do with that. Maybe that's why he's not there anymore. The the family figured it out. (laughs) Well, we worked too. We restocked the fridges like three times a night. Like, yeah. So maybe that was the deal. We got paid for our our hard work and they're restocking the fridges from that cellar thing there. Yeah, that's right. I remember who the fuck, I think Randy Jones fell backwards in that 
time. <laughs> he went over your house. I think, over yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it was Jonesy. I think you're right, thought we, man. Thought we killed him. It's a good thing he was maybe a little saucy, so he was yeah. going down the stairs. <laughs> I tell you what, I can't remember if it was Litz or uh, someone else we were talking to about like Sunday night anywhere. I mean, I'm sure there's other places that have a good, but you talk about a shit show on a Sunday night. I, I just remember being in there, like obviously with my job and, and your guys' job, it was a little different on a Monday because we were always off because, you know, you guys played three and three, which is crazy too. Uh, so we always had it, but we had that next day off, but I remember many times going Do these people not work. Like yeah. we're in there till, till, <laughs> till we want to leave. You know what I mean? I know not us, but they don't, they never kicked us out. There were no lights coming on. You guys got to go. It's just, you know, when you left, you left. And uh, it was when, the, when the sun started poking through the shutters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We better get out of here. Yeah. But yeah. So, like what were the rest of those people doing Monday morning? I <laughs> God, I don't know. It was like a school bus dropped off a bunch of women though, because next thing you know, about 1030, we'd get in there a little early, maybe eat some, probably not the best food you could be eating after a game, but who gave a shit. Right. And then by the time we finished our little appetizers and already had a few, it was like literally like a bus pulled out, like pulled up to the side of the place and it just was packed. Good was music, nice. good music all the time. The, uh, oh, such a good It was time. not COVID friendly, that place. And that was not. There were laws broken, that's for yeah. sure, for the amount of people in there. Oh, my God. Cops would co- the cops would come in there, come in and see what was going on. And- yeah. Oh, corner down and they do a shot and have a beer and then okay <laughs> yeah. have a good night see you yeah. later like, all right we got call, call us if you need us oh fuck. <laughs> well i i riles i was i was kind of getting into this story earlier with you but uh <clears throat> i don't think it was after mcdaniel's night but it was after some, we got into one and uh we had practice the next day so you know how the boys look out for each other pistol wasn't at the rink yet and it's i've seen this happen many times and uh, usually it's the, the pigeon, the equipment guys got to do. Well, obviously I had to because the boys have to start. They're going, well, no, he wasn't that late, but he hadn't shown up to, you know, you have to be there at a certain time before yeah, practice. I was always there early, right? I yeah. And he, and he was, yeah. Pistol was always there. So anyway, um, I, I don't remember who, who, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> who came. Someone just said, you know, the boys are like, Hey, fuck, Pistol's not here yet. And I think Bruno was, like you said, I think Bruno was living with you. So, I know someone was living there. I don't know if that well, was me, me and Sheriff were living together. Sheriff. That's who it was. Sheriff. And uh, sorry. And um, anyway, so I'm like, shit, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go grab him. Cause we didn't want Johnny to know that he wasn't there. So I jump in, uh, I jump in the car and I'm like on my way there. I'm like, God, I hope he's awake. Cause if I scare him or he's asleep, is he going to know it's me or whatever? So I get in there, door wide open, <laughs> go walking in pistol, is laying on a couch like he's in a damn coffin. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. He's like this. <laughs> I swear to God. And he's just straight. He's just straight <laughs> on his couch. Like, it's like he's faking it. But he was he's snoring, but just dead. So I'm like 10 feet away. P- pistol. <laughs> hey, buddy. It's nasty. Pistol. Fuck nothing. Snoring. I'm like, God, I don't want to get close to this guy. He's not going to know it's me. Riley, I swear to God, I touched his chest like i just went to touch his chest as soon as i hit his chest boop, grabbed my arm 
opened his eyes like a damn vampire. It looked like a damn movie, like a vampire. Opened his eyes, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, hey, it's nasty. It's nasty. He's like, yeah, I know. What are you doing? And I'm like, you're late for practice. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah, let's go. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Gets in the car. Gets in the car. So I think I, I think I actually drove someone else's car, but it doesn't matter. But uh, smell like you had a few drinks that night uh, on the <laughs> ride back. I think I was a little buzzed by the time we got back to the rink, and it was only a five-minute drive. Uh, but Overserved. So we had his underwear in the back hall, and I think you uh, you changed, but then Johnny kind of knew what he made you get on the bike or something. He didn't even I don't think he made you skate that day. I can't remember, but. No, he told me I wasn't allowed to, like. What happened was, and all the stories sound like we we're just drunk and fighting the whole time. Where was it? We did a lot of that, but there's <laughs> but what happened, that was New Year's Eve. We, we we played New Year's Eve. I got in a big row. I don't know who the hell we're playing. It must have been probably it was either Norfolk or or Albany or whatever. But I got too many game misconducts. Like after three, you'd get a like one game suspension. After four, you'd get two. I think that was like my seventh game misconduct. <laughs> Christmas time there. So it was New Year's By Eve. By Christmas? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So New Year's Eve, I got like booted out of the game, whatever. I don't know, biting somebody in the neck or something. And okay, it's New Year's. Vampire. I told Here you. We go. Here we go. And so I'm suspended for like four or five games. I'm like, fuck, I'm not playing for two weeks. We got it. It was New Year's Eve. We got yeah. it. Loser pissed. And like, I remember, like, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm like, oh, if you're here. Oh, I'm late. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. We go and you sneak me in the back door, like in the doors between the two rings. Yeah. Boys are in a meeting, right? Video lights are off in the lounge there. So fucking. Oh, it's not great. Eh? I was there the whole time. And then <laughs> get done the meeting and Rambo looks at me like, oh, okay. He calls, cat. he's not going to fucking race. On the fucking get on the bike and get in the fucking hot tub for a while. He's not coming on the ice. Like, what are you talking about? I'm totally fine. Oh, <laughs> We're messy. Hey, I, just, I had two weeks off. I know you I'm going to get egg skated for two weeks. We got it. It was New Year's Eve. And, it wasn't like a Tuesday at two for something to do. It was exactly. No, exactly. I don't mean to make it like that, but it was. You're right. It was New Year's, <laughs> and 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 the funny thing is, is is Riles. You know, you played for Johnny. <clears throat> he got wound up. The oh, eyes yeah. started squirting, you know, oh, started yeah, going, but he didn't get that wound up at pistol. He, he, he like, I don't understood, I guess, you know, like he knew he was suspended, but usually Johnny would be like saying to me later, Rambo would be like, fucking guys, or what did he say? They're running, they're, they're running, running. Yeah. you know, they're running, but he actually was, he wasn't like crazy about it. Like he normally would be, but, uh, it no, was just, but like, I did, I did have to go talk to Homer after that though. Oh, you did? up to homer and like you know how paul homer's like i have so much respect for him he, he treated like well, the whole organization did both me and brother jim like like gold like felt like part of the family family there but he called me up there eh, and just sit down like oh shit like like he's as intimidating as can be when he's oh my god yeah when he's having a good day he was, <laughs> you think you have a fucking problem like uh <laughs> No. And then, oh, fuck. I just remember him just staring at me for like two minutes straight. And they're like, fucking, if I say anything stupid, I'm fucked. 
he's going to want to scrap and we're going to be rolling around up here in a ball and I'm fucking hung titty. It's not going to go good for me no matter what. I'm tired. I'm never going to play hockey again, right? Just stared at me for two minutes, eh? And then he kind of broke the ice and like he like he's such a good man. He he talked to me about all kinds of stuff there in that meeting. Like I think we both left crying at the end of it. Like I'm just like, oh my god, like maybe I better turn my life around. <laughs> but he, he was such a good man, but Jesus, he scared the shit out of me some days. And not very many people scared the shit out of me, but he he intimidated me and I respected him so much. I just didn't want to disappoint him was the biggest thing. And then yeah, yeah, for two weeks I got and the thing with homer too is probably you know he he was probably reaching out to to, to help you you know what i mean he it was, was he wasn't totally like trying to slap was. you you know no he totally was and we had one of the best talks i've ever had with anybody after that but for two minutes him just staring <laughs> yeah, right stone cold like just boring through my soul like oh my god i just you know worse the same thing as disappointing dad eh? I'm like oh, right yeah no he was he was so good to me and so good to Jim like like I say the whole organization was but yeah I felt real you know I guess a lot of respect for Homer but kind of a kindred spirit sort of deal too or you know he was tough as nails just a a teammate and all that and yeah he was he was just awesome to to work for and again like little things like that you feel like a bag of shit and then you come up and try to be more and better you know make up for whatever you you did wrong or perceived wrong. And yeah, it was just yeah, <clears throat> those things there. It was still a good story. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I swear, man, I, I thought I'd like, this guy's a vampire. I know it. <laughs> no way. I, I barely it. put my finger on him and it was like, eyes open, grabbed the wrist. And I'm like trying to get my wrist back. He's not, <laughs> pistol's not letting go of me. Then he realized what was going on. But uh, anyway, we had some, God, pistol three years. Uh, it all goes by so quick, man. And, and we talk about it all the time. Man. Just so much fun and miss miss you guys. You know you're gone. You know I haven't seen you. God, I can't remember the last time I saw you. But it's so good to get to talk to you here. Hey, uh, Petey, I was gonna I was gonna ask you. You have a, you must have had a really good agent when you played, eh? Two two one way <laughs> contracts before he ever played an NHL game. Well, yeah, I, well, I did a little work before that. Dusted it up the old fashioned way enough to get a couple one way tickets. Yeah. I, like, I, uh, but in seriousness, I did like uh, Brad Devine guy to Saskatoon Thunder Creek sports management group. Just a, one of the best human beings ever. Eh? He looked after me very, very well. And, you know, for probably the first half of my career, he did, you know, all that negotiation stuff for me. And then after that, I'm like, and he told me like, you don't need to pay me. You can do it all anyways. Like you can go talk to them. I did so much stuff with the PHPA at the union and, and all that stuff and negotiating CBAs for the American league and the players and, and whatnot too. It's like, you can just do your own shit. You're going to do it anyways. And whenever they call me, I'll just forward the number to you and you guys. Can... <laughs> no, he is an awesome guy. One of the, you know, one of the best guys, he, he helped me and all my brothers out, uh, came into the, was seen there like with a good buddy of ours, Derek Morris here from Central Alberta, played you know forever. Yeah. Finished off in Boston and stuff like that. Yeah, like Kyle Calder, a lot of Saskatchewan guys based out of Saskatoon. But yeah, Brad is just you know he wasn't an agent; he was part of the family, right? Or you know made us all feel like that. Anyways, yeah, he did. I remember uh, 
working hockey school in Sullivan Lake and uh, get a phone call at the office there. They're like, wave me from the, the office in the lobby. It's, you know, small town rink, eh? And they wave me over and like, this, this is July 2nd, right? Of whatever year that was. And I, you know, like, okay, I'll be a minute, you know, spout some knowledge to the kids or whatever I get off there. Probably pushed a couple of them down and, and <laughs> the office and it, it's my agent, it's Brad. He's like, so uh, what would you say if I told you Montreal wants to sign you to a one-way? I would say get the fuck off the phone and sign that deal right now before <laughs> you realize it's Pete Vandermeer, not Jim or Ted or, Bill or whatever. <laughs> Hurry up, get it, get it written down now right away. Oh, shit. Yeah, we oh, had to make that one, that's awesome, Oh, that's amazing. Man. Oh, my yeah, God. It was, you know, so cool there being part of that organization, too. You know, like, my time in Philly was absolutely amazing. Like, me and Brother Jim fit in pretty good with Mm-hmm. my fans are kind of all about there and, and whatnot and you know which you know i'll never say a bad thing about my time there it was great it was, it was that and even a little bit more going to montreal and spending time there with the with that organization and the history there like it was it was unbelievable like we're you know i'm from western canada we're growing up to fuck the frenchies right you're not you like the habs are like bad right you right know? And Toronto is kind of bad too. We got our Evans and Calgary out here, but the Habs, like, you shouldn't like them. You go yeah. history and all the Hall of Famers are around the rink all the time. They're the golf tournaments and just the whole mystique of, of being a, a Montreal Canadian is just mind blowing. Like, wow. Playing in the Bell Center and stuff, like, holy shit. It was, it was unbelievable. Like, yeah. I, I can imagine 23,000 people in that building. Yeah. Like, it is nuts. And they love hockey. Oh my god, love it! Yeah. The loudest thing I've ever heard. Mitch Fritz threw me around in that center ice in Bell Center. Twenty three thousand people squared off with that big bugger at center ice. <laughs> he was a he big man. Me, he threw me around like a little kid. Like if he would have grabbed me by the ankles, it would have been like bam bam <laughs> on the ice. I don't think either one of us threw a punch, thank Christ, but he threw me around like crazy and got up. I got up and I think I wound up on top of him somehow just because he slipped on the banana peel I threw out of my pocket. But on top of him, eh? so I go off the ice, give the fans a big wave and everything. And they absolutely lost their shit. And it was That's awesome, man. Amazing. Oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That must have been an experience there for sure. And yeah, then- I had a good agent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then it happened again, what, a year later, two years later with Washington? Yeah, the next year there with Washington was pretty cool. Like, oh, fuck. It was, it was awesome. I actually got to play a game on a line with Alex Simon and Alex Ovechkin. No way. One game in Pittsburgh, preseason game. I was back door wide open like 10 times in the first period, eh? and they would not pass me the clock. They'd shoot it eight feet wide, blew one right by my mustache, thought I was dead. <laughs> And like in between periods, I'm like, fuck, should I say something or not? Like <laughs> my job, eh? Like they told me, hey, just go to the net. Like, just fucking go to the net. Those guys hit you, whatever. Like anybody touches them, you you know, yeah. shit, right? Well, no shit. If you gotta tell me that, I shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. So they go to the net, go to the net, go to the net. And in between periods, I'm like, yeah, we'll be uh, you know, those ten times I went, I was back door. I, I was open. You, you can pass to me. I'm not in. They look at each other and gobbledygook and rush it for a minute, and they laughed so fucking hard. I thought they were 
fall out of their stalls. And- <laughs> but it was cool for a little while cruising around. Yeah, yeah cruising right? Around. I'm playing with Obi. I'm a big That's shot. Awesome, man. Yeah, tell tell an Obi I shoot the puck, eh? Tell him to dish it back door. Hey, dumbass, I'm open. Right here. I'm open. <laughs> One Jesus. T from the left side this time. <laughs> yeah, switch it up a little bit. Yeah, I never played a game for them either. Played all year in Hershey. But we had, oh my God, talk about good teams. That team in Hershey we had. Uh, Brucey was coaching us, and like, oh, we we won like won the league by far. Eh? And walked through playoffs. Never lost a game in playoffs until we played Hamilton in the final, which I played the year before for those guys. And Kerry Price decides to show up after Junior and fucking stands on his head and beats us. Oh my God! Oh, I remember that. Now you say twice. that. Did you? Him twice didn't do anything. He just shook it off like he was a young kid, eh? And he, like, we got sixty shots every game and lost in six games, like three one, three two every night. It was it was ridiculous. He was so good, like, just gross. <laughs> oh, I it was imagine. a pretty good year. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's a great uh, organization to play in the American League. There, that Hershey always had solid squads. I mean, they were stacking their teams, and uh, oh, yeah, they got they have amazing local ownership, right? Like the Hershey Chocolate Factory owns the team, right? Owns a building, owns the whole town, right? So they demand having a good team, like that's it is, and and they signed extra veterans, right? Like you know, guys would be first line first set of D on every team we had two or three four of those guys sitting in the stands because we had too many veterans right oh yeah <laughs> and and Brucey was coaching Brucey is one of the best coaches ever just so honest and open and approachable and just just an amazing guy to play for like it was sick we won all the time eh? like it was just we expect to win they had the best schedule because they're in the league the longest right yep play every Saturday night home game right yeah games like the beers rolled in waiting for you when you when you ice after you win every Saturday night. Like it was just it was it was top notch. Yeah, yeah they've, the, yeah, they've ahead, always been, no, I was just gonna say you're right. They've they've always they always seem to put a good team together, like you said, because of the ownership. They basically demand yeah, that it's just gonna be it is. <clears throat> it's it's funny. Um pistol uh I was looking at the American American League uh, all-time penalty minute leaders, and Dennis Bonvi is you know Bones well. You you, you met up with him a few times, both you guys. But the he's funny a good thing, buddy. yes, he, he's a good man. Um, Bones, it's he was number one. But the funny thing that stuck out to me is one through four all played for the Phantoms. <laughs> Dennis Bonvi, yeah. Rob Murray, Mur yeah, Murdoch. Yeah. Just a mean son of a bitch. I hate you. Yeah, you say I'm mean. Well, I don't come anywhere close to that. Yeah, he but is mean. He's mean as sh- he was. He was very, very mean, but he wasn't as tough as you. But he was as mean as you. I'll put it that way. But, but he was he was dirty. He was dirty, dirty player. <laughs> but I love Murr. I don't know where Murr. Last time I saw Murray, he was coaching with Providence. I'm not sure what he's doing. Providence, now. yeah, yeah. Um, That's the last then, time I seen him too. Pistol number three, yourself, and then the Commodore. <laughs> Frankie Lassard for I saw the top five and I'm like, Oh my God, I had all four of, you know, we had all four of you guys there, but uh, it's crazy. Really like their tough guys, I guess. eh? Yeah, man. It's, 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 it's crazy. But uh, we, we, uh, we had lists on um, a few weeks ago. Uh, Obviously you're good buddies with Neil 
And uh, we talked about the the big shit show uh, with Binghamton and uh, God, I mean, just rewatching all that. I mean, obviously I was there. I remember it all, but then watching it, you, you and Jimmy are just, just throwing bombs and then McGratton's there and then here comes Litz, but I'll never forget the funniest thing. Like chief wanted to get on the ice so bad and Johnny held him back till the third set of fights. He's like, no. And chiefs, they like, let me get out there. And he's like, no, you're going to go next after these guys. So anyway, after the game, you guys know how chief talks. He's so funny. He comes in my, in my back room there at the spectrum and he's grabbing a few beers, putting them in the coat for his ride home. Now he was at the time, obviously assistant coach slash player. And he played that night. He comes into my room, Roz, he cracks a beard. He goes, I'll tell you what. I'm like, what? He goes, them Bannermer boys are fucked up. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, that's exactly what he said. He goes, there's, there's something wrong with them, but I love them. <laughs> and he starts laughing. He's drinking his beer. I'll tell you what. And I'm like, what? I think he's going to like say something. You know, like, he goes, them Bannermer boys are fucked up. <laughs> Well, when he when he did his shit, like we're all we're in the back half, like that uh, just went on. We could tell a story about how that went on for days and days. Or it was just it was absolutely nuts. But the the lineys and the refs were so scrambled they they'd get us near the penalty box and they wouldn't put it fuck, fuck, back in and see Let's what's go going back. on. Like, like I, okay, whatever. It but was fucking nuts. About man. Chief, like to go with your story, like the third line brawler, whatever. Chief is like beating up three kids. Like it was amazing. <laughs> Because, like, me and Chief and P.J. Stock were playing on a line together for, like, 10 games, and that happened. Imagine that, bro. Who was the centerman? <laughs> P.J., right? Nobody. We didn't need any centerman. <laughs> <laughs> Three wingers. <laughs> we, well, just let them, we just let them drop the puck, and they could win it if they wanted. Like, yeah, win it. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, the um, winner back in your own end. We'll meet oh, you there. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, but he comes, like – so we're watching the video and stuff right in the back because we're, you know, to take our top off and we're just laughing and jiggling and everybody's bodied up to bed. It was, it was a team builder, like you beyond team builders, right? That, that shared experience of everybody in a huge battle together. So chief gets in his fight and then he takes off off Jason. You see him like running up the tunnel, like on the video, and like, Oh shit. He's, he's still pissed off. Like, is he going down the hallway to go after <laughs> Yeah. Know, let's go up there and he comes running into the room like full speed and me and jimmy are standing there and you two fuckers are absolutely fucking nuts you guys <laughs> love you we're like fuck he's gonna beat us up oh no he's happy like what the hell's going on oh god because he's a scary motherfucker when oh he gets yeah up. right and he was wound right up oh and, yeah you know his eyes are all crazy like you two I'm like oh fuck he's gonna beat us both up oh shit you you're fucking nuts, and I love it. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, man. coming from Chief too, eh? I know, what, right? what, a, what a beauty, right? And how he talks, right? Oh, how yeah, he talks. exactly. Yeah, his delivery like he's scaring classic. the shit out of us, but he, he's he's fucking laughing, eh? Like, oh my god, he's, it was he's so neat. Like so that's cool. one, honestly, one of my best, you know, fondest memories mm-hmm. playing with Chief. Like he's awesome, and she's just such a great guy have around and such a wealth of knowledge for, for for all the kids not just us dummies are scrapping them, but you know to play with them and to play in a line with them like, <laughs> speaking about intimidation and keeping everything <laughs> on the other side like line up oh, with yeah. guys like, if you guys act up i'm fucking sending <laughs> yeah, yeah right. oh, we're good we're good <laughs> hey 
pistol, you know, it reminds me, I, I, I may have told, I think I told Riles this before. I may have said it before on here too, but I'll never forget pistol or uh, sorry, chief. We were playing in the center and we played before the flyers that day. It was a one o'clock game and you would have been on the team because uh, he was playing. So it, we were playing Scranton and David coach, he was there or Norfolk. I can't remember if coach, he was in Norfolk at the time. He was in Norfolk at this time. And he was kind of running around a little bit, you know, he's a big guy. And there was a scrum right at the bench. And you know how chief, like you were saying, how chief talks, he goes, big boy. And coach, he kind of like looks over, he goes, big boy. And he like looks at him. He goes, you better find the nearest exit. And coach, he goes, why? He goes, cause you're fucking dead. And coach goes, why? Why? (laughs) And the whole bench is like, this is great. You know, and then, he did the exact same thing to Marty Wilford of all guys. Oh, slippers. Yes. Yeah, he was working whitey in front of the net. Peter White <laughs> yeah, yeah. He would not stop. And he said the same thing to Marty. He goes, Hey, big boy. He goes, you touch Peter White again. You're fucking dead. And, and Wilford's like looking at him. He was fucking helping whitey up down the ice. Oh, the yeah. rest of the night. <laughs> yeah. was hilarious. I remember that too. Cause I played with slippers. Uh, my first <laughs> We played in the coast together, eh? Oh, <laughs> slippers. Oh, fuck. He looks like he's 70 years old now. <laughs> he does look like Oh, man. Like a- he aged poorly. God. Like, I know I don't look like a GQ model, but fuck, some of the guys they played with are like, fuck, dude, you're old. <laughs> yeah. But but I remember it because Chief told him that, and he fucking slippers comes up to me on a draw, and he's like, is he fucking serious? Like, yeah. I would not play anymore. He's like, Marty's one of the nicest fucking men ever, too, but he's tough, too. Like, is he? Big man. Tough. We throw him good, but he's like, I don't want to. He doesn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was, no shit. Nobody does. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, but, but, we were just laughing because it seemed like he just was helping Whitey the rest of the game. He just, oh, yeah. He wasn't going near him, you know, like it was, it was so funny, man. I mean, shit, I, I, you can't blame the guy. Craig Berube stands up. Yeah, exactly. Guy. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, I've got actually. I'm looking over on my wall here. I've got a, I've got a, a framed and signed thing with the three thousand minute club in the NHL and Chiefs on it. And Chiefs on it. My wall here, right? Yeah. It's awesome. That's it, that's like one of my prized possessions. Hey, anybody comes over down my basement, like, like that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, oh oh cool. my god. All right, Roz. Let's take a quick break here. I tell you what, talking to Pistol and you has got me fired up. And I think we need to talk about our buddy, Danny Moore, at Anglesey Jiu-Jitsu. Danny Moore. Oh, my God. It's a private martial arts school in North Wildwood, New Jersey. And our good friend Danny Moore, like I said, is a black belt in Gracie Jiu-Jitsu from Team Balance and Rich Comer. Badass. Badass. Don't want to mess with these guys, I'm telling you. I'm just telling you, Riggs. Anyway, they opened this school last year to continue teaching a small group during the corona shutdown. Danny's students include police officers, correction officers, high school students, regular blue-collar guys like me and you, Riggs, and even some other bartenders, not from McDaniels. (laughs) Oh, man, McDaniels. Had some great times there. Oh, my God. Second and Snyder. Second Snyder McDaniels, Danny Moore running the show on Sunday nights, along with Mike. It was awesome. Danger Bay. Danger, danger, danger. Anyway, Angle C Jiu-Jitsu fighters are all very solid, very technical fighters who train 
hard every single day. So down at the shore for self-defense rigs and Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, if you can find it, is Anglesey Jiu-Jitsu and Danny Moore, our boy. Check it out if you can find them. That's awesome. But only 3,000 minutes, so. Yeah. I guess it's in the show, though. That's that's. They need to, they need the forty one hundred minute yeah, right. poster. You might be the. Only, I'd love to see if there's anyone. Probably like, not. Yeah, that's a. Well, that's I, a lot. I was I was framed for half of those. That it wasn't me. So. You're framed. That's still a couple brands enough. <gasps> yeah. Right. Oh my god. Hey Pete, what's the uh, story? What's the story on your first uh, NHL call up? Oh shit. That's that's a good one. That's one of the oldest guys there. It comes up there once in a while on TSN up here, like like that big brawl in Philly, like with um, with Binghamton there. That always comes up around Christmas time. A top ten shenanigan, you know, like. <laughs> comes up. But the other, another one comes up, and I'm always on that. Is like the oldest freaking guy to play your first game. He was 32 years old, oldest rookie in town forever, right? Huh. It, it was a pretty cool deal, actually. I was in playing playing in San Antonio, like went to camp and everything in, in Phoenix and whatnot and had a good camp. As old as dirt, you probably should. But yeah, we're on the road, we're in Hamilton and I get called into the office. Eh? And same deal that happened so many times throughout the especially the second half of my career, eh? Like they brought the veteran rule and stuff in after the lockout no force. So you can only have so many guys that played over so many games. And I was getting the short end of the stick all the time, eh? Like, no, you're sitting on, you're not playing, you're not playing. So you called into the office in, in, in Hamilton on the road with the coaches. I'm like, yeah, Pete, you're not playing tonight. Like, that's fucking bullshit. I used to play here. You guys know what that's all about. I am playing tonight. Like, no, we have such good news to tell you. Greg Ireland is our head coach. Ray Edwards is our, was our assistant coach. Eddie's in, in Calgary there. And actually, I played roller hockey with Ray Edwards in Anaheim. It all comes together. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and Eddie's like, like a tear starter fucking come down his eyes. Like, oh, we're so proud. We're so happy for you. Like, like what happened? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, we got to call it. You're, you're playing in Phoenix against Nashville in like three days. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, that's not funny. <laughs> I'm trying to do here to make it okay that you're trying to sit me out tonight. I'm playing it. Like, no, you're where you got called up. You're going to go play your first game. And like, that had been such a, you know, that's why I signed a big reason why I signed with so many different teams, like chasing that one game. Hey, like, yeah. What's going to give me the best opportunity to, you know, fill my childhood dream sort of deal. Right. And so they're like, no, we're serious. I'm like, well, fucking shit. I see the transaction. I yeah. <laughs> with my fucking name on it. Otherwise, I'm beating the fuck out of both you assholes <laughs> under the stands here in Hamilton. Like, no, 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 we're dead serious. We're serious. Don't be the fucking paperwork. So fucking GI goes upstairs into the fucking office, like Hamilton's office. Like, we need a fat, we need like to print this out. And I'm downstairs fucking stewing with Eddie, and he's like, he's pretty much had me convinced before GI got back and like if he walks in that door with a piece of paper, you're good. And ran through that cement wall. He's like, oh, no, serious? And he showed me the showed me the paper, eh? Like that stupid transaction, the you know, curled up. Actually, yeah. he's like, no, recalled Pete Vanimer from San Antonio to fucking Phoenix. Holy shit, that's that's awesome. Well, thanks, guys. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. 
I really <laughs> like I really like you guys. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's gonna beat the shit out of you. But <laughs> which one of you fuckers is driving to the airport? I gotta yeah. go. So like gotta drive to Toronto, fly out, like had to fly all over the place to get out there. My wife at the time, my my daughter Danica was she's like three months old, right? They drive from San Antonio to Phoenix because I buddy like my buddy Derek Morris lives there and you know coming there. My mom and dad jumped on a plane down because that's the old man always said like no matter what happens play your first game in the nhl i'll be there wherever it is I'm like well he had to load some credit cards <laughs> i didn't know i had to do this <laughs> so they fly down there and her and uh like my buddy derek his family's down there just visiting him just have just happened to be down there all people from central alberta down there right i i get there like you know two days later and then i've got like two days of practice like, piss tested like everything like oh my god like uh, i didn't eat a poppy seed muffin somewhere and i'm fucking <laughs> like, just shitting my pants like what the fuck what was i doing last week yeah anyways and like did all kinds of you know uh the local media and stuff made you know a big deal of this old bastard getting his first game well is you know it was a feel-good story yeah it's awesome right and yeah fucking it finally happened like but i had so much time to think about it i was like i don't nervous for fuck all right i was just shitting my fucking pants the whole time finally okay you know here we'll go for warm up it'll be all cool like fuck it's another game dumbass just keep her calm so we start whipping around and warm up in and fucking i'm you know crossing fucking saturdays and shit like job like fuck to do like i always do eh? yeah and Forty chucks there, like I'm gonna fucking rip Forty's head off. Like this is gonna be great. Forty fucking he like stops at center and's like waiting for him. Like oh, all right, so we'll maybe start this up right now. Go over to him. He's like pistol. So happy for you, man. We're all talking about. We're so proud of you. If you need a scrap, I'm here for you. If you don't want to fight, want to play? Fucking rights. Don't worry about it. Awesome. Gives you a tap on the shin pads and like fucking jump starts away. And like what was that? What the fuck is this? that's so awesome but oh i better start doing some laps there whipping around go to stretch and stretching on the red line hanging over the red line fucking chris mason is there goaltender right i grew up with him here in in red deer and mason's like pistol we're so happy for you like everybody we're just pumped like this is so great for you like we're all proud of you and then he gets up and fucks off i'm like oh jesus i can't have a tough guy i'm gonna crying out here i better (laughs) Jay Weber comes over, taps me on the shin pads as I'm cruising across the red light. Pistol, awesome, buddy. Good to see you. Like, fuck, I don't know you, but that's cool, right? On. <laughs> no, it was respect, right? It, respect. Everybody made it so cool, right? Like, they didn't have to give two shits about some old guy having his first game or whatever. It was, it was very, very special. Like, the refs were fucking great about it. The refs stopped me after the game, gave me a pocket stuff just to make sure that. You know, like I got a little souvenir. I'm like, holy fuck. Like I've been nothing but terrorized you ask my whole life. And, you know, I just choked me up the whole time. Right? Like it, it was one of the, you know, it was a cool, amazing experience. And, you know, to go that long and then finally get that game, it was, it was awesome. Like I always thought I could play in the NHL. You know, I played against so many guys, like whether it's skill-wise or toughness-wise or whatever, like saw guys that I played with and against, you know, get to that level and, you always think you can, but until you actually do it, like you don't know for sure. And I play the game like, fuck, I'm not terrible out here. I'm surely not the fastest guy out here, but I'm not gross. I'm not, <laughs> right? 
drew a couple penalties and like actually played pretty good. And like, oh, I like this. I would really like to do more of this. Right. Like, yeah. Right. It, it was, it, it was an amazing experience. And one of those things that I, I you know, makes it special because not very many people have ever had the chance to do it, but it, I wish more people could just have that feeling of, you know, not just hockey, but fulfilling your dreams and in, in your goal that you work so fucking hard to do and actually get a taste of it was, uh, was beyond amazing. And then I know for sure I could play in the NHL, you know, yeah. a little bit, but well, you know, well-deserved well yeah. for sure, man. I mean, you, you battled, battled, battled for years, man, and kept battling even after that, after you got that game, but. Uh, that was cool. I remember when you got that game. It was awesome. <clears throat> Everybody was jacked for you. Oh yeah. Well, that's uh, you know. See, most guys never get a, a sniff to play one NHL game, but most guys don't. You know, haven't fought and the, like literally battled and fought in their way to play that one NHL game. So like the the emotions for you. I mean, you talk about it. Like it's almost making me tear up because it's like I, I know how hard I like I fought to get out of the Central Hockey League and all these leagues and stuff like that and. And that feeling, um, but you know, it's a, it's a grind, man. And it's, and people don't realize, you know, and especially in that role, it's, it's something else, you know? So props to you, man. Yeah, it, thanks, I didn't no, know you were the oldest player to f- play their first NHL game. Is that still standing? No, no, I think I'm like number three or four, somewhere in there. Like there's a couple of guys like in the seventies and stuff. Oh, that, okay. They were a little bit older, sort of ill. And well, David Ayers, he's older too. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah e-bug right yeah oh yeah yeah i forgot about it right like in in the top 10 a sort of deal up on stupid tsn like it's you know it's probably not something that everybody wants to have on their resume but hey man you got a game like you like you said pistol how many people dream to just get that one game you know like all canadian kids right all the kids growing up playing hockey that's your that's your dream even kids here you know like hockey's grown leaps and bounds over the years here and it's you know unfortunately a lot of parents think their kids are going to play in nhl and they're not you know how i mean it's probably worse in canada but uh it's funny to me like my little guy's just started um you know he's going to be seven this summer and i've been when we went to the two he had two pre they call them pre-skates they're basically they're basically tryouts but the coaches want to see everything listening to some of the parents just for a kid's just skating and practicing. It's not even, I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know if I can like, I'm going to have to put my headset on and just listen to music. Cause they're, they're, they're crazy. The kids are six. They're six yeah, years old. Man. And that's not what any of this is about. Like I, I coach, you know, every year, like three kids, hockey teams, right. And you know, two girls teams and a boys team, right. In central Alberta. And you know, there's some good players, but nobody has it. You, you don't know. And you, right first bubbles or be a real dick to people but when they say oh yeah this kid's gonna do this uh no they're not and (laughs) the reason is because they have no idea the work that it takes and and i'm not talking just i know because i went through it all but i have five little brothers that all played professional hockey and all played junior hockey yeah what we all had to do to get where we're at and the biggest part was work like we're it doesn't matter your skill like skill helps but it's the time and effort commitment it takes like and loving to practice, loving to get better, all that sort of stuff in order to even start thinking about it before you even think about luck and timing and right. everything else. Like it's, it's a mindset that people don't understand and you can't understand unless you go through it, right? You keep right. pull things and stuff, but it, and the, at the end of the day, that's not what any of this is about. Like 
playing a team sport is to is to learn all the things that you that you get from that. Working together as a group, understanding different points of view and different values, and, and understanding what it takes to work together as a group and work for team goals and being able to do that stuff. Teaching kids that through sport is one of the best lessons we can do. Talk about playing junior, getting a scholarship, or playing pro. Like if any of that stuff happens, it's a bonus and it's a right. Big time. But that's not why you should be getting your kids into anything, right? Oh, they're going to get an education. No, like have some fun and enjoy and learn. Like that's what sport is about, not making money. And yeah. once people get that idea through their thick bucket heads, then, then everybody works out better. Kids have a better time. 100%. The more, the better yep. you are at it, the more willing you are to work. Like it's a snowball, right? Good things cycle up and shit cycles down. Too many people on a shit cycle down schedule. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And the parents are the sure. fault there too, because they're the ones that are planting the seeds with the kids. Oh, right? The kids just want to have parents. fun and play. Yeah. I want to play the game. I hang out with my buddies and fucking rip sauce and fucking look at chicks in the stands. Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't give a shit. They want to have fun with their buddies. Yeah. That's yeah. what it should be. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Well, Pete, we appreciate uh, the time, carving out the time to hop on with us. Uh, it was nice to reconnect. And the last time, uh, last time I, I think I saw you was when we fought oh four oh five. Yeah, I thought you were going to bring <laughs> that, that shit happened. up. Why, why the hell are you wrapping this up before that? Right? <laughs> you guys I have a totally little forgot about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it before we get wrap it up. Then. Um, oh yeah, because Pistol was in Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, yeah, that's right. I forgot about here. the oh shit. Well, that I signed a nice contract there too. I had a big guarantee on my deal with Detroit. Oh, this is when I'm going to play my first NHL game. Otherwise, these buggers are going to have to stroke me a big check at the end of the year. <laughs> that one comes on and shuts things down. What asshole! <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? No, <laughs> I'm just going to play in Detroit with freaking all the big boys. Oh like, yeah, I had a big deal sign. Like this is going to be the best ever. I got to play for the. Detroit Red Wings for Christ's sakes. Anyways, oh, man. so the, the American League turns into the toughest, best league on the planet overnight. It did. It did. Holy shit! What a long year that was. All the meat and potatoes in the world was in the league there. Yeah, right. That's it was such a good league, and so like it was amazing. I remember I'm we, sure we you guys were too. Eh? You got to play in all the big buildings and stuff, right? Like it was. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And we we that was the year we, we actually won that year. Um, I know we laid all the groundwork the three years before. That's right. You, <laughs> yeah. you know what? How how true is that too? Just because the team we had the year before the lockout year, we had a good team, man. Like if you look at that, like when Chief that was Chiefs last year, you were still there. We had a good team, man. I, I do you remember what happened in playoffs that year? Greg did Gregor get hurt? Gregor Slaney, Ty, oh, yeah. and who else? We're all sitting as healthy scratches in for the fire well we're playing that's right that's what it was i forgot yeah we still go three rounds we have like our best players like so they wouldn't get hurt playing in american league they're all sitting in the stands in, in the big building i forgot about that and then I we get told what that. a bunch of shitty guys we are we lost <laughs> like we got our best players but we did have Car- carts was there yeah he, he came or and richie was like he was like he had his conky or whatever he didn't play right they were kids and jeff led our team in scoring and he did the next year too if i'm not mistaken yeah Yeah, yeah. when we won he did the next year as well he did the next year as well 
Oh, oh yeah. Good. yeah. So anyways, fighting everybody in, everybody in the world in the American League that year, and then we come back into Philly for, like, this was my fucking house. This was my barn. <laughs> who's at, okay, who who's going to get it tonight? Oh, fucking Western League. Fuck, he's got all these minutes. You know, they're for I'm like, holy fuck, look at the size of that. I'm going to grab a hold of him. We had a good little scrap though. As we rolled around, I threw a banana peel out. I think too. <laughs> I can't. I think it was the. I think it was the third period. I can't remember, but I, I remember it was off a face off, center ice face off. There, I'm. I'm... Yeah, we're both tired after we were playing too much there in the third. period. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we had, <laughs> we had a really tough team too. There, uh, like we had. I mean, Josh, Josh Gratton and yeah, you. Gratz. Well, Fridgey was there before he cracked Fridgey. his face open there, and uh, yeah. yeah, Eags. But um, yeah, man. We had we had nobody, so I was like, oh. Fuck. You and Boot, you and Booter, yes, but Booter was yeah. spot Booter. spot picker. Thank you very much. So I didn't have to say it. Good buddy of mine. I lived with him. Yeah. He was like, he was a master guy. Like he was a pretty good player too. Hey, like he was piss everybody off. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna go fight this guy. Well, what about these three other assholes over here? <laughs> they got okay, I guess I got him. Well, my, Get him, my, pistol. Yeah, well, my it was actually my second NHL fight. My my, my first fight of my my full season uh, was against the Islanders, and I lined up with Booter, and I was chopping at his ankles and trying to get him to fight. And then and then Chris Simon was on the other side of the faceoff, and Simon is like gives her one of these. So then Simon comes and lines up beside me. I'm like, oh, here we go. So oh, you should have bit Booter. Booter by the, I fight Chris Booter. Simon here first first fight of the year. That's <laughs> like, well, that's perfect. That's yes. that's Booter to a T. Like, yeah. Absolute team. Hey, big boy, you want to come over here and help me out? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was like, oh man, I was like, I want to ease into the season here with maybe maybe an easier fight, but no, there's no easy fights, obviously. (laughs) They had so much respect for you there, Riles, fighting all those fucking big boys. Like, I saw everybody come through the American League, like over that, you know, 10, 12 years or whatever, but, you know, big boys in the shore are big boys in the shore for a reason. Hey, guys, oh, the, hey pistol the, the guys used to make fun of me because when rot when <clears throat> when riles would fight i don't know what i was doing if i thought i was controlling him but i would be like if someone saw me doing it like but he's fighting these absolute monsters and i'm and you know even when like you would fight obviously i just want you guys to always win and not lose get hurt whatever but He's fighting George Rock, man. This guy weighs 265, and, you know, Riles is 220 at the probably the most that he weighed. And, and the other guys, too, Brash, and, and, and just all, like you said, Pistol, like all those guys, and I'm just like, I, I would be, like, trying to duck punches for him, you know, like, and, and the guys kind of caught on. They used to make fun of me because I would, because I would, like, they'd be like, you all right now? You, you good? I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck you, man. You're more anxious than I would. <laughs> Why weren't you doing that with me too? At the yeah, same you, time? Like, what you the hell? should have been doing it, but oh man. But yeah. Well, you fought all those mutants, man. I mean, you fought yeah. every single one Pistol. of them. Bugard and Fritzy Cat and whoever else, man. I mean, there was, right. I think there's more mutants in the minor leagues than there was in the NHL, honestly. I think you probably had. Yeah, I, I, I was lucky though. Like I was just old enough all those guys like i had my shit kind of figured right out and all those guys were still growing into not just their bodies but into the you know how to do the job sort of deal so i got them before they got shit figured out like even like big urn and you know bugard like everybody that was that came through and was a was the monster in the nhl like they were still figuring it out in the america when i got them and thank christ because i i'm not that big either well you <laughs> pistol i i mean <clears throat> you were 
to, to me, I thought you were such a smart fighter too. You fought yeah. all those guys. You fought those, like Riley said, you fought those mutants. But you well, were if they hit a, you, they're gonna fucking kill you. So you got well, hit. yeah, I, yeah. You're right though. But you're right. You, you know, you know, some guys will stand there and just trade. I mean, I, I always liked you. You're you're just oh, a really smart right. fighter. But you're I'll never forget. Right. Yeah, I'll never forget. We go into um, we go into Cincinnati, and everybody's talking about this Josh Gratton, and. We, we, yeah, we, 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 uh, we called, uh, up Les Borsheim, our good buddy, Les, um, Les Borsheim. And he, he goes with Gratz and Gratz caught him in one and, and, uh, you know, but, you know, put him down, but he got up. He was fine. Um, well, Gratz comes out and pistol kind of taps him, says, come on, kiddo. And you fought him right in front of the bench. And I'll never forget Gratz was swinging. You know how Riles, I don't have to tell you, you played with yeah. Gratz. We all have seen him. Tough, 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 tough guy. But he's throwing for the fences. Pistol's literally like ducking under him. his one arm. Pop, pop it. Gratz's head goes yeah. back. Gratz goes with the left. Pistol pop. Boop. And he did that about 10 times. And finally, Gratz is like, fuck me, man. <laughs> the lines would come in and we're all on a bench going, oh my God. Like he literally, I don't think he touched Pistol once. And, you know, like I said, he was just swinging and Pistol's just going pop and popping him. His head was going back. And I was just like, my God, man. And then we get, and then you go to Grand Rapids and we, we end up signing Josh and yeah, he, that's right. know, he's with the Phantoms the next year. And he we saw crazy. lots of, lots of his toe to toes. I don't know, Pistol, how much you know about Josh, but we, we, we had him on here as well. That guy would get in a fight and get punched 20 times in the face, go to the box, come out and not have a mark on him. Yeah. I mean, not a, not a mark. Oh yeah. It was the... <laughs> Ryle said, Ryle said one time he finally got cut. It didn't bleed. Yeah. It was just like he a little, a... this little, <laughs> what, little cut. No, no blood came out of it. I was like, oh, you get like an extra layer of skin there or what? What the hell's going on? And he used oh, to I... go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I, I played with the schnout in, uh, in San Antonio and in Phoenix. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Okay. Right. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. What a beauty, good. Eh? Good man. Awesome. That nose is just yeah, it's just a piece of pistol. Right? We had pistol. <laughs> so we call him the schnout. Pistol. We we were. I think we said it on on the podcast with him. Um, I'll never forget. He had a fight with Dennis Bobby talking about bones, our buddy. And they're just trading both of them. And Josh gets hit. I, what was it, right? He got hit like ten times, like right in the face. And his eyes, he's getting hit in the nose. And like you said, his nose. It's, it's like it's slow motion. It's flattening, but his eyes never shut. I said, I've never seen a guy get hit in the nose and their eyes not water or, or, or closed. And he comes into the room and, and we went, we ran up after the period. We're watching it in Adam Patterson's uh, room there, uh, checking out the video. And he's got it in slow motion. And we're just like, oh my God, like these guys are just throwing bombs, hitting each other. So we go in the room, like, good job, Gratch. You know, like, you all right? Everything good? He goes, oh, he never hit me. I'm like, <laughs> Did what it? I said, I just watched the fight. He, he hit you 10 times right in the nose. And he goes, pillows, boys, pillows. <laughs> you couldn't hurt the snow. You no, you no. The you only time, the only time I think he got hurt. I think we talked about with him was the guy in uh, Russia caught him with one. And he actually, oh, yeah. hurt, he actually got him pretty good. I can't remember the, the guy's name, but he actually, he, he got a hold of him pretty good. But anyway. I forgot. I didn't even realize you played with him. That's, yeah. that's, it's amazing, man. All, all you guys, man. Jesus. Yeah, we all cross paths and follow each other around, like, you know, just the way it was, right? And then 
you know, the later I got, the less and less guys, you know, they're doing it, right? And yeah. you know, so many guys that are on that borderline between the American League and the show, right? That, yeah, we all follow each other around and you wind up being, especially through the union stuff and whatnot. And because we did all move around so much, it'd be buddies with so many other guys, right? On every yeah. Guys that do that job for a living are usually, you know, they're always well liked by their teammates for what they do, but they're, they got to be pretty good guys for the most part. I'm not just saying that to pump my own. Tire. No, it's the truth. I've said it a hundred, I've said it a hundred times. You got to be a decent person. You got to be a caring person in order to do that. Like any jackass can come in there and do that for a year and you know, try to get where they're going. But if you're not doing it for the right reasons and you're not, not being a good teammate, well, you're going to get weeded out. Like, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. If you do it for any length of time, like, you're probably a decent person, right? So, well, pistol, yeah, guys, guys like guys like that. So yeah, and, and you know, we've said this about a couple other guys too. You play 15 seasons professional, you're doing something right, buddy. I mean, you know, well, I only I only played about three hours of actual ice time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah doing the math on it, right? <laughs> well, well, let's tell you, if you only played three minutes, how about all the minutes you spent in the box? <laughs> you know, add those all up. Like I said, you're right. That's awesome. That's just uh, PR over there, bullshitting with the fans and drinking <laughs> beer and eating pizza in the box, bullshitting with the guys. They're running the clock. Oh, my God. That's great, man. I wanted to oh, – I know you guys are trying to chase me off here. You guys probably no, have – you're good, man. You're good. But I want to talk about that training shit in the summertime. I don't know if the boys still do that in Philly, like all the stuff with Jimmy that we used to do. Um, going yeah, to they, uh, where, where do they go? Uh, West Point or is that stuff? Or you mean what no, do you mean? Just, like, like I remember signing and coming in there, like talking to to Bobby Clark, and Bobby's like, "Yeah, you're going to be here August first And like August first. I got like I still have a summer job. I have things to do. <laughs> go hang out and feel like, oh, you work out and become an athlete. Well, I am an athlete. No, you're not. Well, I wasn't. Go to Jimmy. Like we we're running track three days a week. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, like that stuff. Yeah. yeah that stuff and because i was there with all the kids right like all the draft picks and stuff and i was like four years old right like it was my first nhl contract but yeah come in here with the kids and work out like you mean work out like, <laughs> oh, God, you don't see the guys i'm fighting like i'm i should be about 200 pounds but i need to be 220 otherwise these guys are gonna rip my head off and shit down the hole right <laughs> so anyways you go out there and run a track three days a week i figured this out real quick there like it was so foggy we had to like and so much humidity there in the summertime, right? Like yeah, awful. Awful. early in the morning before it would get too hot. Eh? But there's always fog laying on that track. So I just walk out into the middle and there's so much fog. I could lay down in the middle of the football field and they wouldn't know I was laying. <laughs> what is it? You would laps and laps and laps. And Jimmy oh. thought I'd be quick. He's like, where, where the fuck are you? I'm here. I'm first place again. Like, just come out of the fog. <laughs> like, come out of the fog. <laughs> Like you're not that fast. So like, what are you talking? About? Working out. How do you and know? then we, <laughs> and then we did for fitness testing, like that three mile bike ride or something. Like you had to do it in X number of minutes or whatever. Right. And I got a hold of the the map, eh, where we're supposed to run the night before. So I went and checked her out. I drove the when my truck. I went and drove around. There was so we get on these bikes, and we all take off. Everybody just goes flying ahead of me. Right. Like, all right over in the side of a little park and i lay down and have a nap for 20 minutes yeah boys are coming around they should be here right now jump on the bike wheel out first no place. way like, wow. your time this isn't right pistol this time is wrong. <laughs> a little gap in the middle of fitness <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, then, and then we did that uh, 
I remember the first year we did all of that stuff. Maybe there for like eight weeks and then like, okay, everybody, all the spots are open. Like everybody's got a chance to make them the flyers. Eh? First day, flyers over here, phantoms over here. Like, yeah. I was here for eight weeks busting my ass off and I don't even get a, like not even a practice, nothing. Like this is bullshit. So the next year they have, we do this all again the next year, right? And then we have, they bring the guys down from Quebec City to do all the VO2 testing. Yes. And so I don't know where I found this stuff. I was really good at getting around things. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> it's, and I said, if you take aspirin, like it'll thin your blood out a little bit or whatever, and you'll, you'll test better. Your VO2 max will be better, right? So, okay, well, one or two aspirins. Why don't I take a whole bottle of aspirin and see how that works, eh? Because they said whoever has the highest VO2 is going to start the year with the flyers. Right, so I, so I eat a bottle of fucking aspirin, bare aspirin. And so we're doing the beep test on the ice. And we got these masks on, like with backpacks, like like Darth Vader, and you got to get yep. YH, beep, 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 whatever. The beeps, yeah, the oh, beeps, yeah. yeah. And then they prick your finger every two minutes. They eh? take your blood, check your blood gas, and all that. Eh? They poke my finger the first time, and I think my blood hit the roof of the. <laughs> <laughs> And I had like I don't know whatever my whatever the best was was like is probably I don't know if it was Rico or or who had the best I can't remember who had the best deal Desjardins or somebody right but theirs say theirs was sixty mine was fifty eight like I was there and I like quit I was done like a quarter of the time that the big boys were just going back and forth <laughs> and man, blood is squirting all over the place. Pistol, your VO2 is amazing. You've been working your ass on. <laughs> Holy shit, I need a smoke. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> Don't take too many ass. <laughs> Jimmy had an investigation and finally found out I everybody's banned from taking <laughs> aspirins after that because it's gonna kill you if you take too many of them. You took a whole I still didn't get a game. I didn't cheat hard enough. I didn't get oh, a game wow. players because I didn't cheat hard enough. That was oh, good. Anyways. God. That's pretty we good. All, you got to adapt, right? If you can't, <laughs> that's the truth. Your skill, you got to find a way, and that's all I ever did. My whole career was just found a way to hang around and be relevant and be part of the mix, so you could hang out with the boys and, and you know, yeah. the group and try to win and try to do cool things. Yeah, I just and with all that shit, and sound like a bunch of idiots for sure. But geez, I sure did enjoy my time in Philly and yeah, to watch my little brother Jim play his first NHL game. The five, that's right. He is to see him score his first goal there. All that shit was pretty, pretty freaking cool to be to be yeah. part of the organization, but to do it with with my little brother that I actually really didn't know that well because he's five years younger than me. I was gone to junior and shit and off the pro before he kind of grew up and came into his own. So it was pretty neat to to kind of help him out through his first three years of pro hockey. And yeah, what a great time we had with such a great group of guys and all the staff with nasty. How much fun did we have? Oh like, my god. Like 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 like, <laughs> like we, we said before we started, thank God. Well, there were cell phones, but I don't think there were the videos yet. I don't no, think the old, and, and the thank slippers, thank the Lord. Maybe. Thank the Lord because we might have been locked up a couple times. <laughs> if, if not uh we we're pg here so we, we can't really get into the, the funny stuff but or the are we pg the, with my language no no oh, not Jesus pg Christ. not not pg but you know what i mean we uh, there's things that people would love to hear about those times 
Uh, God, we had fun, though, Pistol. Yeah, we had so much fun, man. It was awesome. But there, it was all in good fun, and nobody oh, got yeah. Like, guys were just having having a good time. Whoever wanted to come along was more than welcome. And it yeah. was so good. Like, those teams were so close because of all those, you know, fun times. We got. Yeah, that's the truth. So, we played our asses off. We played hard. We partied hard. We did, you know, it was that real transition going from old school to new, new stuff. Right. Yep. Where, you know, that was kind of the end of it. And it was, geez, it was fun. And we were tough. Right. So we kind of, oh, yeah, right? tough, was, tough, tough guys, it, man. It was cool to operate like that. Eh? And, and, and not only just being tip chips, but we did, you know, a lot of good stuff for charity and a lot of cool stuff yep. that, no, we were all real big part of that community. That's what the Flyers organization demanded of us. Like we're part of everything. We did so much stuff with the cops and the firefighters and, and <clears throat> the different stuff with the hospitals around town and not, not all stuff because we were told to do. It was just yeah. those were fans and we became great friends. So many Saturday nights in that building afterwards in the, in that pub underneath. After oh yeah. Oh, yeah. People and getting to know, to know the people of Philly and South Jersey, like that was, that was the deal. Like you were part of that community and it wasn't like you're separate or too cool to hang out or say hi or take some pictures or, or bullshit about what's going on in their lives too. Right. That was right. hundred percent. They, they showed up and paid their money and we're part of their lives and families too. I, I loved it. I loved yeah. being Philly and, and South Jersey was, was an amazing time in my life for sure. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, man. It was, uh, God, it was fun. I was miss, miss those times, man. It's, it's changed a lot. I mean, I, I miss, I miss being there now. Um, I had fun my whole 26 years of doing it, but I, I miss those times because those teams, they were just so close. And even that next year, pistol when you were in Grand Rapids and Riles came in and he, like, we became best friends and, and, uh, it just you miss those times, man, because like you said, the, the teams were tough, but they did everything together back then. And it's you know, it's times are different now. I get it, but God, those were those were good times, man. They sure were. Those were the good old days, right? Yeah, yeah. they were, man. They were sound old. Sound old when I say that stuff to guys. They always make fun of me, but I'm like, I'm like, man, you have no idea. Like it was a different it was animal. A, different it was animal. a shit show, a controlled shit show. Yeah. I, I guess. Um, but how much fun and everybody had everyone's backs, man. Even, you know, uh, the equipment guys, cat, you know, medical, you guys always had our back and took care of us. And, and it was just, it was just fun. It was always fun, man. Like yeah. it was never and really, it's never really work. You know, it was, it no. was, it was, it was great. No, whether it's shit show, good guys, bad, like just didn't have bad guys. And that's what made it fun. Yeah. We had good people like from all over the world too. We had all our, you know, we had the Western Canadian guys. We had American guys. We had guys from all over. We had all the Europeans. We had we had the Czech Mafia there. We oh had, my God! <laughs> oh, before we get done, <laughs> do you remember Clarky when, when Clarky and Homer come in the room? I don't like, know if I ever told Riley that. Oh my God! I've never been a part of that before or since. We we lost like you know oh. five or six, maybe seven games. Like the world was ending. Like this is the worst thing in the world, right? Riles, he's you finish it, Pistol. But I got oh, one. I got a name for you, and Riles, you probably have heard about him, Pavel Brendel. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I played okay. against him in the Western League. Yeah, Pav, anything was like the ultimate scorer in the Western League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you, the worst. Yeah, you, 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 you could have Homer in his face, and he did it that day. He like went 
rolled his eyes to Clark. I'm like, oh, Ooh. my God. <laughs> so I'll let Pistol tell you that what happened. It was unbelievable. So we go, yeah, we go on this skid, right? Okay, team meeting, first thing in the morning, not skating day, everybody in the room. Wait, what? Yeah, Mr. Clark's come down here to talk to you. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, I know we dropped a couple, but some were close. Like, what the fuck? Right? Yeah, we had Pat Brandle, and like you're saying some of my stats before, played on like 20 fucking teams. The worst teammate I've ever had, Pat Brandle. Most selfish. He didn't give two fucks. He really bad, did. Bad human, period. Yeah. Anyways. So we're all sitting there like, oh shit, like this is big. this is bad, right? Like Homer and Clarky come in, slams the door, and all right, boys, we've been on a little bit of a skid. There's been some things going on wrong here we don't like. Pletka, Pletka yep. Pletka. Pletka. You suck. Get the fuck out of here. And I don't know if you can come in there. Put all the shit in the fucking shopping bag, shopping cart. We're all sitting there. Put all the stuff in. Here's your plane ticket. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. Oh, wow. Get some attention right now. Like, oh and he, Riles, <laughs> he did that. Oh and, he, and he says, Pavel, you're on fucking speed dial. You're on speed dial. Like, whoa. And yeah, he rolls his eyes like, oh, like don't do um, that. He's going to murder you. Like, oh and when he rolled like, his eyes, I was like, oh, my God. Like this, something's gonna happen because I don't know if he rolled him at Clarky or Homer, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. With, Clark, with Homer standing there, if he rolled him at Clarky, he's probably gonna beat him worse than if he rolled him at him because you know that was his. You know they were so tight, but you're right, Pistol. I, I forgot oh about my that. God. I, I never then, saying you're on fucking speed dial. <laughs> then he proceeded to go around the room. Mister Clark went around the room. Each guy one by one up one side every. <laughs> Fucking terrible thing they've ever done in their life since they were <laughs> and nothing good all the way down. Like fucking just destroyed every single person. And we had great guys, they're all good guys. Yeah. Just tore everybody apart. Me and brother Jim are sitting in the corner, like at the location. <laughs> like, oh fuck. And you know, like the first couple, like okay, Pleka's out of there, like, holy shit, this is a are you serious? This is big. <laughs> They're never playing, like yelling and screaming, like, oh my God, like destroying everybody, picking every, you know, everybody's got something a little bit wrong with their game and like how they look, <laughs> how they talk, every single thing just, just destroying guys. Everybody's sitting there normal to start with, and then they're done. Just this killed your will, man. Like, you're just like, oh God. But it got, and he, and he made it was, us stay in there. He, oh, he yeah, made me staff. and Kat. We, you guys are in there too, and I'm like, is he gonna bury us? <laughs> he, he get, oh, it, you know, like about half a dozen through, it's starting to get like it's all so true though. It's, yeah, so it's fucking funny as shit. Like it's hilarious stuff. Like if you tape record, like it's the fun. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. <laughs> yeah. All the way around, and he gets to me and Jimmy at the end, and you two fucking dumbass retard sons of. <laughs> Can fight your way out of every fucking situation. You guys are fucking terrible. And then out the door, slams the door, is gone, and we're all sitting there like just shocked, like destroyed. And then <laughs> fuck, as soon as one smile happened, cracked, and it like yep. biggest roaring laugh. Like we laugh for like twenty minutes about it, and then we're imitating them, picking each other apart. Like not making fun of him, but like everything yeah. he said was so true and so to the core. 
we won like 15 games in a row. After. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, you definitely went on a streak. I told Homer the one year he, he came in, he came in, he was with the Phantoms. It was my, I think it was, I think it was my, it was one of my last years there, but he came in room pistol. You may have still been there actually. And Jesse Bollerys was with us and poor Jesse. So were you there with uh, Michelle Picard? No. With Gregor. Okay. So you aren't there yet. So anyway, Homer comes in and he, the door just comes flying open, like almost hits me. And I'm like straightening the sticks against the wall. Cause we were going on the road and I've got a stick in my hand and Homer just grabs it out of my hand, like just jerks it out of my hand. And he comes in the room and all the boys are like, Oh shit. Everybody sits down and he starts at one end and he's, he's got the stick and he's pointing it. And it's like, you know, it's just close <laughs> to everyone's face. The guys are like sitting back. So he's so mad and he gets to Gregor and Michelle Picard who they signed pick because I think Whitey was gone and it's his buddy or something. I can't remember, but they played together in Atlanta in the international hockey league and they lit it up and pick was an older player, but he was, a, he was a really good goal scorer. Anyway, he gets to them and he goes, and you two, international hockey league sisters what the fuck are you two doing he calls them sisters you know and and everyone's like <laughs> try not to laugh and homer's almost laughing now because he knows it was fucking so he gets poor guy next is jesse poor jesse and he had a tough game he had a tough game and he's like jesse and he's got the stick at him and he's like thinking of something he goes just don't touch the fucking puck again. And he goes to the next guy. And I'm like, Oh my God, poor road dog, man. Like, like, come on, this guy fights for you. Like, you know, and now guys are like biting their lip. Now Homer, he didn't finish the only time I never saw him finish a thing. And I said, you're getting soft, man. You're fucking yeah, soft. Cause he, cause chief told a story one time he came in and he broke a stick like in four pieces when he was with the flyer, when he was coaching the and he grabs another stick. And he's like, got it. And I think it was Doug Crossman was sitting there and he's like real slowly leaned down and he put his helmet on. He put his helmet on and Homer grabbed the other stick because he didn't like get hit in the head with the stick. I think it was Doug Crossman. I'm not sure about the, the player, but he told me he was like, Chief seeing the guy do it. And he's like trying not to laugh, you know, and he's a kid, like he's young and he doesn't want Homer to see him at the He's like, just reaching down to get that helmet. The guy puts a helmet on. I said, oh, my God, I would have died if I saw that. But oh, anyway. God. But that was that was unreal, Pistol, that, that, that day, man. It was like, wow. Clarky, Clarky's coming down, man. It's like, uh-oh. Yeah, that's oh, not that's, good. That's, that's never not, good. That's never good. <laughs> never yeah. good, no. Uh, I think what, what else finished to help that, I think it was the next day or two days later. Remember when me and Sicky got that chicken and put him in the stalls, that live chicken? I had never seen that before in my life. I've got, a, I've got pictures of that, you know. I've got pictures of that. Of you got, we got The chicken got loose. Then you guys caught it. Rigged. Yeah, we, where the hell did you get it? They, they said if we, we sacrifice. We to, yeah, yeah, we had to sacrifice a chicken, right? Like like uh, like Major League, eh? Like we were all, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, whatever. By, by Candlesticks make a good, good gift. Candlesticks yeah, exactly, good. right? And so we, we get this chicken. Just we went down to a farmer, like in South Jersey, somewhere, like pulled over, like, fuck, that guy's got chickens. Let's go grab a couple of those. Eh? So we grab these chickens and bring them into the room and get, like, I'm always there early, anyways, but we get there early and under the stalls, eh? We, we put it under the stall, somebody ate. Fucking, I don't know who the hell it was there. It was probably one of the check mafia, anyways. They lift their stall up to get something out of the bottom of the stall. <laughs> Bird comes, it's been trapped in there all day. It just comes. <laughs> 
flying out of there, feathers flapping everywhere. Scares the shit out of this kid, eh? Like, just absolutely terrified. Oh, it was the funniest shit ever, right? Oh, I think God. the boys took it down and threw it in check monics. Same thing, and installed down <laughs> in the fire's end, right? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Feathers oh, everywhere. That scared like, the shit out oh, of me. Oh, yeah, feathers everywhere. Oh, mess, just to man. lighten the mood, right? Eh? Like, guys, oh. let's have some laughs and get this stuff. I've got pictures you know? of that still. <laughs> but anyways, oh, my God. well, we got this chicken. We got to get rid of it. Eh? So we, you know, me and Sicky, we butchered the chicken, right? We were running a snack and took it home and ate the damn thing, right? <laughs> right? But there is fucking like, <laughs> like animal rights people got to win to this, eh? You know, because all people and fans and stuff would hang out around the gates there for autographs and stuff, eh? Me and Sicky are out back wringing this chicken's neck. All these people are taking pictures. Oh, I had never no seen way. that. Well, I had never, I didn't know what they're doing. I'm like, what are you guys doing? And he's like, oh, this is what you do on the farm or something. And he start ringing this damn thing. And I'm like, and then so all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he got the head and the damn body's running around. They're like, oh, watch, it'll run. And it damn thing, it didn't have a head on it. And he's holding it. The, the chicken's running around the parking lot. People are taking pictures. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I have never seen anything. <laughs> What's like this, going on man. here? This is crazy, man. <laughs> but like, you know, we ate it. Like we, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. And everything, yeah. right, and and cooked it up and ate it, like to exercise the demons, right? <laughs> the office is getting fresh as gets. <laughs> yeah, it was it was organic, free range. <laughs> yeah. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man. Oh man, that oh, is classic. What? Good Can't old. say I've ever seen that in a locker room, but man. oh my god, that's Fuck. pretty good. What a crew, man! What a crew. Was <laughs> I probably eating up all your guys' time here? Sorry, to no, keep it's been great. Man. Yeah, we we yeah, went yeah, on an extra 45 dude, minutes, man. I, that's great. Dude, I, I can, I haven't seen you so damn long. I've been talked to you for two more hours, but yeah, well, I know I gotta get too. down there once, once uh, we get this COVID done. Hey, like, like my daughter Phoebe, she's down there, yeah, like she's uh. It's gonna be senior in high school next year, right? So wow, you're getting old. You're getting old, bro. You're getting old. Hey, you know I just turned forty. <laughs> Again, Ten. okay, maybe fifty. Ten. But Ten years ago, yeah, yeah, no, you're getting it's, old, though, Pistol. Eight, she's gonna be eighteen, man. She's seventeen, right? Yeah, yep. she she's gonna be eighteen. Oh boy, you got an adult kid coming now. She's gonna be an adult. That's great. My, hey, you want to hear something funny? My girls are 23 and 21. I know that's nice. Now, like old, last time, crazy, last time I saw them, they're like little, little girls, right? I know, I know. They were, they were, they were, they're, they're not looking, anymore. I treat them like they are. Yeah. I look exactly the same as I did back in old. You still look good, baby. You're still looking good. I was just way ahead. I just looked like I was 50 when I was 20. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're a premature ager. Yeah. Strategic plan. Stayed right there, though, man. You're right there, consistent, bro. Consistent, though. You're consistent. Yeah. yeah. That's real. Awesome. But yeah, like we're next time we can travel, we're going to get down there for sure. And we'll see yeah. if we, uh, catch up with you guys down there. Get the boy, get the boys together for sure, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like me and the wife came down there, and, and when was that? Probably three years ago now. Oh, two years ago. Uh, PHPA keeps giving me awards every year just so I can come down and tell bullshit stories. Down. <laughs> That's awesome. So we stopped in Philly on our way down to to see my daughter, and then we got together to Litz, and oh my god, like Mandy's my wife now is is ten years younger than me, right? And she yeah. was with me when I was playing and stuff like that, so. 
you know, I tell her stories and stuff, and she's like, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, you don't believe it. Well, I'm sure she met Neil and she's like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we had such a great time. And, you know, I hadn't seen Litz in a long time. And yeah, the stories started going and we, oh, it was so much fun. Like, you know, met met his his wife there and yeah. two kids. Like, she was really pregnant there with, with their youngest yeah. at the time. So she's like, Neil, you go do your thing. I'm, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you pissed off right and yeah. oh god we had such a time and let's filter in on on everything over the it was such a great time getting together with that i you can't not have a good time around well you, yeah exactly and, and we we had let's on like i said and and originally he's like there's a couple stories and i know you know like you know more than a couple but there's there's a couple that we really wanted to say and he's like yeah i think it'll be okay and then when it came time he's like Maybe we should do that. <laughs> yeah, they're so good though, man. They're so. You want to tell the whole Al- couple stories, eh? You want to tell yeah. the Albany story? Is that where you're going? Yeah, with the story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted yeah. to so bad, man. Oh my god! And he's like, "I'm like, dude, you you were you were single at the time. Like, it's no like." Ah, he's like, okay. "I know, but." let's just we better stay away from it i'm like you pussy you're a pussy man i thought you were like you're talking big you know but anyway oh man let's i mean how many we we all three can oh. sit here and tell lit stories but oh, yeah. what a he's, he's beautiful a human he's a being beautiful oh, yes. human, beautiful human being oh man <laughs> but 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 seriously pistol thank you so much for joining us man yeah man we, we've had you we've had you on the radar here we finally caught up with you it's awesome man we really do appreciate it this will be the longest pod we've had. Yeah. Hour, hour and 50. Oh, Jesus. Beauty. That's awesome. It's Sorry, guys. No, that's beautiful. We Dude, appreciate fuck, it. We love it, man. Some good good it. stuff here. And I got two hours on you guys. I am on mountain time here. So, yeah. Nasty oh, for yeah. like a 65-year-old. It's got to be past your bedtime now. <laughs> hey, listen. You, you make fun of me. This guy's in bed at 7 every night. Like I texted hey, 8:30. Give me a break. <laughs> wow, this is dude, this is a party night for him, pistol. This guy's oh. you don't know what he's doing right now. He's like <laughs> Well, he's an athlete. He's an athlete I know. professional now, right? Listen, this guy he is started he, doing that after he's done playing though, right? He's a yo he's into yoga, roller skating now. I can't <laughs> I, I can't find this guy. I can never find him. And he's in bed at seven. His girls are still up. They're tucking him in. His little daughter, <laughs> they're tucking him in. <laughs> Well, he looks good. Like, fuck, he looks like he's... Oh, this guy's a machine. The best shape of my life, man. 185 pounds, man. Soaking wet. Ready to rock. I better get on that. (laughs) Stop eating all the shit, man. I was eating double Big Macs before weigh-ins to get get to that 220 mark. (laughs) Remember that, Nass? Exactly. Oh, my God. The thinking, eh? So, Pistol, when Riles got here and everything, we we headed off, and and, uh, he even live with me for just a little bit like just for a few weeks and everything but uh we would go out obviously we're getting after it a little bit in the summer and he would be like we're not going to burger king tonight okay no problem oh no just getting off of 42 burger king no you said no fuck burger king (laughs) 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 well he's fighting all those monsters i I know i I, I know i know i get it that's how i was too right like yeah your frame isn't naturally big enough to be doing that but if you don't like gets thrown around like a wet noodle so yeah oh yeah like, to thicken up the face and the cheeks you can absorb a little bit 
I was obsessed with being 222. I was like, you know, the first couple of years, I was like 215 or so. And I was like, oh, man, we got to be 220 next year. So like going into training camp, I was just like consistently eating Big Macs and, <laughs> and, and Whoppers, double Whoppers with cheese and whatever else it was just to get to that 220. I was like, poor decision. Oh, but. man. Hey, and Jimmy, no Jimmy giving you shit because your body fat's too high. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't win no matter what. You can't win, <laughs> yeah, right. I'll tell you what, guys, you go out there and fight those mutants. Tell me if you want to wait through 20 or not, man. Yeah, my Uh, skull would cave in this (laughs) way. No protection at all. Oh, my God. Awesome, guys. Well, shit, thank you very much. Like, this is pretty cool. Like, just listening to the guys you have on here, you got all the five boys, big boys. Pretty cool to have a schlubby like me on here. Ah, please, no, You're crazy. Straight, just man. get the opportunity to bullshit with you guys is well worth it. I, I really appreciate it. And I'll get my ass down there as soon as I can to meet up with you guys in person. And Hell have yeah! Some well, we'll have on. come in the shop here and we can throw the video on. We'll do some more, man. Yeah, no yeah. Part two. Part two in the studio. Yeah, right? In the studio. The studio. Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks professional. Whatever you're yeah. doing, you guys are doing a good job. <laughs> Thanks, brother. We appreciate it. It's fun, man. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Cool. Thanks again, guys. That's that's awesome. That's so let's stay in a little bit better touch here, buddy. Yeah, no shit. My phone works most of the time. <laughs> All right. Well. Send me some pics. <laughs> All right, I will. I will. I got some good ones for you. <laughs> That episode was brought to you by Settlemeyer Skate Sharpening for all your steel and hockey needs. Nasty's got the steel. Howie and Nasty have the steel, baby. Check it out at SettlemeyerSkateSharpening.com and Body Check Wellness. Premium CBD and functional mushroom products for everybody and everybody. want to thank our special guest, Pete Vandermeer. What an awesome dude. What a Pistol. Talk- Badass dude, man, this guy. <laughs> I, I, I know the people uh, that listen, I hope you listen to him because he is an absolute beauty. He was a gamer, Riles. You know, I don't have to tell you, man. I mean, anyone that does the job that you guys did and he did it for 15 years, man, and, and all sorts of leagues, uh, just like yourself, you did the same. You came up and uh, – 4,197 total minutes <laughs> is pretty damn amazing. And God, it's amazing that he can talk because, <laughs> yeah, right? you know, I mean, he, he's a smart guy. He's uh, doing really well for himself, which is awesome to see. And uh, the people that don't know, when we got on to do the episode, we talked for 30 minutes before we even started. And this was the longest one we had. I mean, just a great guy stories forever. We could have just kept going too. It's funny. But uh, great guy, man. Great team guy. When Craig, when Craig Berube says you're the toughest guy I ever played with, that's saying something about someone. Pound for yeah, pound. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Fearless, absolute gamer and, and mean too, right? A lot of times you have <laughs> like uh, tough guy. guys, like, you know, the bigger, they're the, usually the bigger guys that are kind of like the friendly giants and fight kind of whenever yeah. they have to. But this guy was like, oh my God. Gamer. You talk about gamer and just like looking for it and, 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 like hard fought minutes. Like there was no easy fight for that guy. He fought the biggest, baddest dudes and, and did it every single year. I think we, we said 
like five or six years there in the American League, he had over 300 penalty minutes, one crazy. year in the post, crazy. 427 penalty minutes or something like crazy. Um, just insane, you know. Obviously, there's tens collected in there, but uh, you know, a, a lot, a lot of fighting majors, a lot. And he, you know, his first year, he stepped right into Philadelphia and he didn't disappoint. He had 313 minutes, and you're like, that's a lot of minutes. Well, he comes back second year with 335 and in his yeah. last 398, the guy almost had 400 minutes, man. And, and like you said, there were some big dudes, just like you, you both, you both stood in there with guys probably had no business doing right. it with, but you both did well. And, and, uh, and he was just loved by his teammates. And like we said, you know, you, you don't play that long and on that many teams and, and have as many buddies as he has, if you're not a good, good teammate, good person and everything else. And that's him for sure. Yeah, that's the truth. Well, we wish him the best and hopefully we can reconnect with him. Uh, once the borders borders open back up and we can get back to normal, you know, he's going to exactly. make his way back down this way. So, uh, Awesome to reconnect with him. It's amazing stories. Funny dude, man. So <laughs> it was funny, a, man. it was a, it was our longest pod. So uh, it was, it all was. the uh, content that he provided for us and, and you listeners there too. So that wraps up episode 21 of nasty knuckles. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 22. And that's about it. Stay safe. Be well. See you next week, folks. See you knuckleheads. 